0: Welcome to the newest episode of the Basement Talk Podcast. I am your host, Ed Burtzall. Hope you are well. Joined, as always, by my co-hosts, Brett Mayer and Tim Brady. Gentlemen, how
1: are we? Good, man. I mean, uh, it's been a little while. A little bit of a late episode this week, but... uh... What my favorite game? It's uh, it's episode twelve. We are all in agree. Are we all gonna agree? This is episode twelve. This is episode twelve. Yes, We're so we All on the same page. Episode yes. twelve, it boys. Is.
2: Let's get it going. Yes. How we doing, everybody? How we doing? It has been a little while, Tim. It's felt like longer than it has been. It's the longest break right. we've had so far. Without
0: without question. Yeah, yeah but without it's, question, it's
2: good to be back. And uh, let's get it going. Let's get it rolling.
0: We are joined, as always, of course, by our producer Matt Bertzel. Matt, how do you do?
3: Uh, I do swell as the uh, wonderful noble youth say. Swell. 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 Word of the week. And
0: so <laughs> I'm going to remove a title here for a second. I'm going to <laughs> acting swell, yes.
2: As the wonderful I'm gonna- <laughs> noble youth say. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> What an intro!
0: This has <laughs> gone to hell already. Laying it all out I'm there. Sorry. What a world! This is gonna be, is gonna be a what nice, world. a nice moment. We're gonna change someone's title here, and then we get this
1: every, act of youth. Every time you ask Matt how he's doing, I feel like you're just putting him on the spot. Like he's just like he gets I was his not ready for that question. He gets no. He gets his moment to shine.
3: I, I always, I always like think is he gonna be like when he says like the producer yada yada. He usually either pauses or goes to. How are you? I was like, we oh, you bust your balls. <laughs> that too, that too. And
0: then, so back to what I was going to do. We are changing a title here on the Basement Talk podcast today. He is no longer a guest of the show. No longer a guest. We're going to call him the Basement Talk podcast contributor.
1: Jared Fadgione. Jared Fadgione, how are you doing today? What do you hear? What do you say? I'm doing great today. A little congested in the nose, but. Well, Honored to listen. We'll give Jared a little bit of a break today, but just so you guys know, he is here, all right? He's he here, is present. And he is he is happy to be here. Hey, you do know,
0: the best time to be on radio is when you're sick, because your voice sounds better. Is
1: that true? I agree with that. I would definitely agree with that. Yeah. Actually, it's It's
0: a bit more scratchy, a bit yeah, deeper, and, it's, and it just comes off a little bit better.
1: I was a little sick about a week or two ago, and I definitely didn't sound as I want to. I, I think my voice right now is about where I want it to be. I don't, I, I'm actually going to disagree with you there, right?
0: What if, well, well. One of my professors at Hofstra, shout out DJ Quinn, uh, always said to us, there is no such thing as a sick day because you can come in and you can do voiceover work because when you're sick, you sound better. I'm going to do the next podcast if someone has coronavirus. If you have coronavirus, you can probably be on radio, yes, because you would sound better. I mean, you may feel awful, but you may sound better on radio even though you do in fact have coronavirus.
3: Hey, like I said to a friend of mine yesterday, I want the coronavirus minus the virus part. Mm. <laughs> That's fair.
1: Is that what the, the noble youth are
3: saying? If the noble <laughs> youth is yours truly, then yeah, sure. Sure.
0: Sure. So we have on the show today, we have actually a, a pretty loaded show, believe it or not. Yeah, I know. Hard to believe. We have uh, one quick question, as usual. We're going to talk about the Super so Tim. Congratulations. Thank you. We're going to look at some uh, NFL offseason stuff, just dive into it a little bit. Uh, We're going to talk about the Mookie Betts trade, as Mookie Betts was traded from the Red Sox to the Dodgers, so we go from Tim, congratulations, to Tim, I'm sorry.
1: No, not necessarily.
0: Well, we're going to find out in a little bit, and then, of course, at the end, we have Bachelor Review. So, gentlemen, the one quick question of the week that I have for you is you can pick one active player... In the NBA that you could build a franchise around. You have the number one pick in an NBA fantasy draft that you can build your franchise around. Who would it be and why? And we have done a random drawing before the show. And the producer was the winner.
3: So, producer, please. So, I... I actually struggled with this a little bit because prior to filming, people laid dibs on, like, who's going to pick who and whatever, and it kind of made me want to go outside the box a little bit. The first person I was going to go with was LeBron. Then I was thinking about long-term for my franchise. I decided to go with the player who I think is has all the potential in the world, and I'm going to say Trey Young. Hmm. Mm. Stud point guard from the Atlanta Hawks, can shoot the ball, can dish the rock, can drive the brim. Uh, There's nothing else I really would want from a player Except for those three key factors
0: And the Atlanta Hawks proud sponsor of Ballin' with Bird Segment on Let's Talk with John Richard That you can listen to every Thursday night On Facebook Live Just putting that out there, helpless plug hey, Let's get Trey Young on the podcast I can work on that, I can work on Vince Carter too We have some great stories from Vince Carter uh, I'll go next I'll go next, I'll give mine uh, My guy is LeBron's teammate I'm going to go with Anthony Davis I think that he is probably the most dominant big in the NBA right now and Matt is choosing to start with a dominant point guard and I'm choosing to go with a dominant guy that can really just take over the his rim game in the paint uh, he's probably the most complete center that there is in the NBA right now I think you know you look at his defensive work he's really a pretty good defender uh, and the one thing that I was going back and forth on between Anthony Davis and Giannis, because we all know that you know, I'm a big Giannis guy, is what they do at the free throw line. Career-wise, Anthony Davis is around an 80% free throw shooter, which is not bad. Not bad. It's pretty good, actually. But then you look at Giannis, and he said the one thing that he wants to work on in his game is his free throw shooting. He's only around a 74% career free throw shooter, so that's something that he wants to work on. Um, But Anthony Davis... I think he, you could you could make a good case, and I would listen to it, that he is one of the most dominant players in the NBA right now, and I don't think anyone is really going to uh, argue too much about that. Um, and, of course, playing for his money this year, and he's just been dominant with the Lakers. Of course, playing with LeBron, that does help, but Anthony Davis is really proving what a talent he is on a big, big stage uh, at the Staples Center playing with the Los Angeles Lakers. Uh, Brett. Who is your guy?
2: <clears throat> I'm gonna go with Ronnie James. I know he's only mm. in uh, high school. But Whoa, nah, go, <laughs> <kidding. laughs> <laughs> you're, you're gonna give
0: this title to a high schooler?
2: No, nah, uh, I am going with Luka Doncic. Okay,
0: okay, good. I had a, I had a near heart attack.
2: Uh, I don't have too much to say here. He's 20 years old. Uh, he's averaging 28.8 points per game and 9.5 rebounds per game. And he's, he's the leader of the Dallas Mavericks, and he's doing a terrific job. I really—he's an all-around great player. He has all the tools. I think he's going to be fantastic years to come. That's really—that's all I got on Luca. He's besides his jersey number, I don't have a problem with him. I mean, <laughs> I'm, I'm assuming I'm, I'm going to be next, so I'll just
1: I'll just take it off right here. I mean, we all know who I'm picking. Given my uh, recent uh, predictions, I think Zion Williamson is the guy you want to build a franchise around, and you know. I know I've said what I've said about him having the potential to be the greatest player of all time, which is an obvious reason to pick him to start your franchise. But when you t- step away from who Zion is and, and the name and all you've heard about him, you got to realize this kid's 19 years old. He's averaging almost 20 points a game on 27 minutes with eight rebounds a game, too. And, I mean, last night was his worst shooting performance of his NBA career so far, and he still managed 25, 20 points sorry, and a career high in assists. I mean, this kid's only going up. I think the age and the ability to be versatile and fill a bunch of roles in the court when he needs to is definitely a plus, and I think Zion Williamson is going to be the future of an NBA franchise, a.k.a. the future champion pelicans
0: well he also was going up against Giannis last night they the he was the Bucs put Giannis and they put uh Brooks Lopez on him too
1: I, you know I mean that's a great test for him because you see it is that it, it's it's challenging it, I wouldn't expect it to be easy if it was easy for him last night I mean obviously the whole world would be in awe watching this yeah, 19 absolutely. year old body of John Santos but it, it, when you look at it that he was going against Giannis last night and still managed his 20 points he got his rebounds last night he got his assistant he was a team player I think that's a great sign
0: I think it's interesting too that we have, uh, of course, Luca and Trey Young in this conversation, given they were traded for one another when they were drafted.
1: That trade's still weird to me because. It's still very weird. Because I still can't figure out who won. Like, I mean, think they, they they both won. They did they, they both. They shook, the very,
0: they shook hands and went in It's very days. rare that you could say that in a draft day trade that both teams won and and they both won. And I think if you were to take Trey Young, you put him in Dallas, you would take Luka Doncic, you put him in Atlanta. I still think they would have the same relative success that these two have had. Both these guys are gonna be all stars this year, and, and rightfully so. Luka is one of the most I I, I would say the I don't want to say dominant, but he's one of the most uh, promising up and coming players that's in the NBA right now. And and Trey Young, I mean, I wasn't a Trey Young guy when he was first drafted, but he's proved he's proved me wrong because he's he's outstanding and he can do so much on and off the ball. And his shooting is is, is ridiculous, is ridiculous. And he's making the Atlanta Hawks, despite how bad they are, watchable. And there's there's promise with this young team that they have this point guard in Trey Young that can carry them. Into the future, and you look at a team like the Knicks that haven't had a point guard in fuck knows how long, and they're still looking for one.
1: Didn't
0: they? have Derrick Rose say like, three years ago? Oh yeah, well they tra- Yeah, they, they had Derrick Rose, and then they just decided, okay, we're done with Derrick Rose. Um, don't,
2: don't forget Jeremy Lin, Jeremy Lin, and Pablo Prigioni.
0: Yeah, they, they, they. I'm happy. They, I'm happy they didn't resign Jeremy Lin. That wasn't. I like Jeremy Lin, good guy, but
1: no. Point guard. They gave a big contract to though, Tim Hardaway.
0: Well, he wasn't a point guard. He's a, he's a shooting guard. Oh, he
1: was a shooting guard. I thought shooting he was a guard. Damn. All right.
0: Shooting guard. Who they did they did play him at point guard. I want so. to bring
1: this up. Sorry. Um, yes. Who go was ahead. Famous um, NFL quarterback trade on draft day. Was it Eli Manning and yeah. Philip Rivers? Eli Manning yeah. and Philip Rivers. I wonder if this Trey Young Luka Doncic thing is gonna be same kind of career path. Ooh. I wonder if we're going to get something like that. Where you had Philip Rivers, who probably put up, I mean, you could, you could agree that Philip Rivers put up the better stats in his career, mm-hmm. but Phil, Eli Manning did get the championships. Yeah. That's that's just factual. I mean, I don't know. I don't well,
0: there were three professionals involved in that trade and one baby. So.
1: But can you explain? Um, yeah, I don't get it. What do you mean? Uh,
0: Eli Manning did not want to play in San Diego.
1: Who were the three professionals?
0: Philip Rivers, Trey Young, and Luka Doncic. Oh,
1: you're oh, oh, saying. Okay.
0: They were the three professionals.
1: Well, I mean, Eli Manning did get a Super Bowl, so I'm just saying are we're going to see something where maybe one of these guys puts up the better numbers, but the other guy's the team guy who gets the uh, championships. Ooh. I'm just curious. That's a little bit of a hot take right there. Are we no, going to get the no, same kind of uh, play out of this? That'd be Ooh.
0: fun. I mean, you could, but I, I would say probably the more appealing, the, the more likely to have a championship is probably Luka. The, those, just because Dallas, you know, it, it's an appealing market. Mark Cuban's going to go out of his way to make sure that there's top guys in there. Whereas Atlanta, it, it, I don't want to, It's not a top market, but it's not like a bottom market either. It's a, it's a secondary market where you know there aren't guys that are really you know chomping at the bit to go play for uh, for the Atlanta Hawks. I'm sorry, Atlanta Hawks. Please don't listen to this podcast. Um, but it, it's it's just the truth that you know Atlanta is going to be consistently looked over until until they develop guys and they have a core where may, maybe possibly. You have a top free agent that could say, Okay, maybe I will go to Atlanta and enjoy Trey Young and whoever else they're trying to bring in there. Well they so just landed Clint Capella. This is true. They did. This is very true.
1: Um was there any outside conversation in that trade? Or was it just straight up? Straight was up three three it was a three team trade. Four, it, was it was a four, a four team. One, four, yeah. 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 Okay.
0: It was a huge it was a huge yeah, was a big, deal.
1: Yeah. I was gonna get into how those draft day uh trades. Kind of confused me because if you're going to trade down for a guy who got picked after, oh,
0: you're like, talking about Luka Doncic and Trey Young. Oh yeah, no, that Oh, the, the oh I thought you were talking good. about uh, the, the, the deal from trade, yesterday.
1: That one I call, I was called on with. I, I knew yes, no, worked. the
0: oh. Luka Doncic Trey Young trade was just was just like for like.
1: And the Hawks picked Trey Young. For, no, sorry, the Mavs.
0: The Mavs picked
1: um,
2: Trey Young at the three pick and traded him to the Hawks. Mm-hmm. Correct. had a later yeah. pick, the Mavs. No, so, no. The Hawks had a later pick because
1: so, they got right. The, right. So yeah. why didn't the Hawks just tra- draft Trey Young first?
0: No, it had the to. The it, Hawks, it had to have been the Hawks wait, that the the, the Hawks had the earlier. The Hawks had the earlier pick. They took Luka Doncic. Oh, they took
2: Luka and traded him to the. Match. the yes, yes, the
0: Mavericks had the later pick. They took Trey Young, and so why, they flipped them.
2: Why
1: didn't the? Wh- wh- but why not just draft the guy you wanted in the first place? That's what's confusing me here.
0: There's, there's probably some sort of draft pick compensation to go with it. Oh, so like the, so so was yeah, no, it
2: wasn't like a one for a one. Yeah,
0: yeah, no. There was probably draft pick compensation and other players that were so involved too.
1: The Eli Manning situation was it different? Was it was there a draft pick compensation or was it just
2: because he didn't want to play? Then they realized we had to trade this guy. I think they had. No,
3: he said off the bat.
2: I know he said he didn't want to play, but I'm pretty sure the Chargers still got compensation. Okay. Yeah, they did. Oh, they did. That, I didn't, and you never hear about the compensation part of it. You just yeah. hear about the straight-up swap, so I was curious about that. Yeah,
0: there was probably draft pick compensation yeah. to, go, to go along with it, because the, the, the Chargers were hell-bent on keeping Eli. Mm. They were to say, you know what? We drafted you. You're here. We don't give a shit what you do, quite frankly. And that's the way they should They should have just dug their heels in until they got the price that they wanted, and, and they got it. And Eli went to have a... Good career, historic career. Good career, historic. Good, historic. Good, historic. Good, right,
1: cut good, that, pl- good
0: plus two Super Bowls.
1: I mean, enough.
2: Right, can we talk about this he, instead? He,
0: he's going to be the worst. He's going to be the worst quarterback in the Hall of Fame. Can
2: we talk about how none of us chose Giannis Antetokounmpo as well, our player? That's too easy. Of choice. That's not what we do here. Dude. Right? Okay. Good. That's just right, not what we, we do. We just want to agree that Giannis is probably is. He's best the best out of the five. Yeah, he's the he's, the he's he's the he's the away best away. out of the five. Okay. Yeah, I just, I just want to, want to put
1: love that out. Giannis, there. but there's something about him that that I, I don't want. Yeah, yeah. no, I,
0: <laughs> I love Giannis. I want all of them, it's but not, I was trying to be different.
1: It's not a knock yeah. on him. It's more of just a, like I, you know what? It, his basketball just doesn't entertain me. Is that is that fair to say? I I want my franchise to be something that has pop, and I know he has that. I'm bigger than you, and all that stuff. But he's not gonna have like the explosive dunks and like stuff like I don't know. He's just too big and like that's what he's dominant for.
0: Yeah, see, see, for, for it just comes down to what you're looking for in a basketball player. I'm not looking for a guy that's explosive and has all the, all the you know flashy dunks.
1: Like if a guy's
0: I'm looking for a guy to get the job done. If and if you're looking for that, that's Giannis.
1: No, you're tr- you're right.
0: That's Giannis, and I mean you you could make a case that that's someone also like. Yeah, James Harden, you know, he, he has all, you know, high points. He's going, you know, 39 points a game, something like that. You know, ridiculous. But is that a guy that you really want? See, I look at the whole complete package that goes with someone like Harden. Same thing with a guy like Russell Westbrook. Hell, you could even say the same thing for a guy like Steph Curry.
1: Another honorable mention, uh, Pascal Siakam. Mm. Ooh. Uh, I don't really look
2: like mm. at Has this stock, like, depleted this year? No, it's definitely risen. It, uh, I haven't been following them that No, way. he's totally risen. It, guy, yeah, but I don't I don't really view him though. A, he's a starter. He yeah, yeah, starter yeah I
0: don't view him though as like a franchise cornerstone sort of guy. I That's view cool. him I view him as an elite secondary option if you have a star in in place there. Like he was perfect. He was perfect there when they had Kawhi. He was. Definitely. He was the perfect number 2 guy.
2: He's also very very young and this is only his like third year in yeah, the league. Yeah, it is. Maybe. Yeah, so you know, he. I think he's kind of like Giannis, where he's just developing, and he's getting better and better year in and yep. year out. So I'm interested to see what happens when in the playoffs this year, and uh, just his future. Because he's, he's like Giannis, he's one of those foreign players you came across, yeah. and he started playing basketball at a young age, I believe. So it's, it's fun to see guys like him develop.
0: And that comes with the wonderful work that was done uh, by the Toronto Raptors, headed by, of course, President of Basketball Operations, Masai Ujiri, who I am... This is a public service announcement. This is a plea. Uh, Mr. Ujiri, please come to New York. Save us.
1: Yeah, right. Save us. Yeah, classic James Dolan. Let me fire my coach and just decide that a guy who has a job right now is my number one candidate.
0: President. President. President Steve so, Mil- Steve Coach, Mills is the president.
1: Sorry, I meant, I meant president. But you know what I'm saying. It, this is classic Dolan. I mean, he,
0: I, he 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 should have been fired ten years ago.
1: The, but that's even besides the point because now you're talking about candidates. Now you already fired him, so now you're focused on what's the next option. And your number one option is a guy who's currently employed by another team who is in a very nice position.
0: Well, they're talking. They're talking about. Well, they've been linked to Ujiri for a long time. The
2: Knicks are linked to everyone. A, no, they they've been. They are linked to. They've they have have been linked. Anymore. They
0: have been linked to him. For a long time, Same way they were that with is Kevin Durant for that is that is Dolan's. Presidency. That's Dolan's wet dream is Ujiri.
1: I think Dolan's wet dream is a team that doesn't even have any players and still makes money. I think that's his number one goal. That's that, that's fair. just make money off the Knicks while having zero legitimate basketball players on the team. That's fair. So I don't buy into anything that guy plans out. I don't. I think he's a crock of shit. I think whatever his plan is he's gonna fall through, and the Knicks are gonna end up with another shitty team president. Because that's how the Knicks work right now.
0: I think if if there's a realistic shot of getting someone good, um, obviously Ujiri is the guy that I want, but he's probably going to take two first-round picks and then some to get him away from Toronto.
1: You're thinking they trade picks to get him? They're going to
0: have to. He's under contract. He's going to have to.
1: So the Knicks' Knicks big plan right now
0: is— They're not going to trade the picks because they're rebuilding. Simple as
1: that. Well, that's what I'm saying. So their big plan right now is a guy that they can only obtain with giving away draft picks— when their number one goal right now is to draft well and to build a young, good young Yeah, team. that's what I'm saying. They're not they're going to go, go, go that route.
0: They're not going to go that route.
1: So then what are they going to do? Because it's not going to be huge. I
0: know, I know who's a realistic guy that I want is Scott Pioli, the head of basketball operations for the Oklahoma City Thunder. I thought
1: that was... No, who's a... Is that Prest? I thought it was Presti.
0: Sam Presti, yes. Thank yeah, you. Scott Presti. Pioli. Scott Pioli was the uh, was the was the former New England Patriots exec. Okay. I apologize. I was yes say, yeah, Sam Presti. Yeah,
1: you're not getting Presti. Yeah. Sam Presti. Presti just got a boatload of picks. He's got a couple of young players that are looking pretty good. And they're seventh in
0: the. And they're Western doing well already. Which is a miracle. Yeah. Which no, is a miracle in and of itself.
1: Sam Presti's not going anywhere. Masai Ujiri's in second right now in the East with a team that just lost Kawhi Leonard. Neither of those guys are leaving their team.
0: Who's um. Who's LeBron's agent?
2: Rich uh, Paul. Rich Paul.
0: Yes, that that was another one they were saying that. No
2: fucking way. That
3: could be
0: because <laughs> no
2: they want to go. No fucking All right, let's
3: way. move on to football instead
0: of
2: because they want. Whoa, whoa, whoa. No, so, no, no,
1: no, 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 no. Hold on, I heard this somewhere. No, no, I. So Rich Paul. Yes. The Knicks want to get Rich Paul.
0: That's someone that has been linked to the job. Yes, that because is they ridiculous. want because they're trying to copy the Lakers in what they did with Rob Palenka. They're, try- they're trying to kind of make the same model that the Lakers have done.
1: The Lakers were always cool, though. The Lakers were always a destination for free agents. That's something that people wanted to play for.
0: Hey, you know what? It makes sense because you have the agent connect in there. Look who Rich Paul has represented. He's represented LeBron James, arguably the biggest, biggest athlete in the sport.
1: I mean, is Rich Paul a Lakers fan? Because I really feel like that he might just be. He making, might be. I don't I know. Think he just makes whatever team he wants good. Like I think that's kind of his goal. Well, the guy got but, three Rich Paul players at least on every team that one of them's on.
0: Yeah, but Rich Rich Paul is also very very well connected too, so that also helps. That's
2: one thing about him. That
0: if agents are dealing with another agent who's the president of basketball operations, you got that background there.
2: Which it it, it makes sense. But it does make it a little more attractive.
0: And then the guy from. Attractive,
2: um, but it's ridiculous. No, it is. And the exec. NBA man.
0: The exec from uh, Golden State too. Uh, Bob Myers, think his name is. He He's also not fucking there anywhere? He no. wasn't. No, he was, was another you? agent. That's Who what I'm talking oh, about. It's, okay. it's the same connection.
1: Oh, okay. It's I'm the
0: same saying. connection that. So it, it makes sense if the Knicks want, want to go in, the, in that direction. That would cost them absolutely nothing to go ahead and do it, but.
1: Deep phew. sleeper right now is short lists.
0: Yeah, shortless. 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 Uh, okay, let's talk about uh, the Super Bowl. Uh, of course, the Kansas City Chiefs defeated the San Francisco 49ers 31-20. to uh, Mahomes looked human until the fourth quarter. Uh, Garoppolo is not good. Next.
1: Whoa. Jimmy Garoppolo had a... Very decent game.
0: 219 yards, a touchdown, two interceptions. He
1: had a decent game. He had a decent game. I don't want it. Come on. I'll okay, he had game. a
0: decent game. You, you but
1: talked when about the eye test. You talked about that. Yes, yes. Eye test? We're not talking about stats right now. Eye he did. Test, what eye test? What, what, what eye test did he, he pass? He throws. I mean, he had that one throw that he overthrew at the end of the game where he missed Emmanuel Sanders in a deep ball. But that throw to Kittle, that Kittle got called for that P.I. This is coming from a Chiefs fan right now. That, pe- that P. I. call was the same thing that happened with, I'm sorry, um, Kyle Rudolph. Rudolph.
2: Yeah, up against the Saints. In the
1: and that throw right there could have easily changed the direction of the game. Definitely. So, to say that Jimmy Garoppolo is certified garbage after that that game, yeah, um, this not, is not the not game not to say important. that. Now.
0: I never said he was certified garbage. I said he's not good. You say
1: he's not good. But I said he's not good. If he's not good, <laughs> then what is he if he's in the Super Bowl? I mean, he did what he had to do. Like, oh, okay.
0: So, Jared like, Goff is good because he was in
1: the Super Bowl? Jared Goff isn't. Bad. He's like he's yeah, not, he not good. Like they not. There's, there's, good, a, yeah. there's a fine line when you talk about being not good and like. He is a below average
0: starter. Same with Jared Goff. But this I isn't. is the
2: average, guys? Yeah, yeah, I don't know where. Is in the like, game you know, to be on that? Yeah, how are you going to build on that after this game? Absolutely not. I mean, I agree. He he, he made one throw that he made uh, to Emmanuel Sanders that he missed. That's bad. You got to make that throw.
0: Got to make that throw. Yeah. You got to make the throw to George Kittle too, which he threw three feet behind him. That's a first down. If he makes that throw, otherwise what it's fourth ta- down.
2: What are you talking
0: about? The George Kittle slant cut across the middle's first punt of the game. When Wyschnowski went back, punted it, and Mahomes led him down the field and scored. In the fourth quarter. No, you can't judge a guy off of the, f- the first drive of the game. No, no, just, no, no. It was in the fourth quarter. Uh, it was in the fourth quarter of
1: the game. No, I mean, to, to I be fair to Jimmy G, man, talked. he had a solid game going the whole time. Yeah, he and had, this is one of the – people talk about this on the, on the radio, on all these big network shows and all that stuff, is that if this game this, – if the 49ers offense defense? – I'm sorry, let me say that again. If the 49ers defense didn't let up those three touchdowns in the fourth quarter – We're going to be talking about Jimmy G in a completely different sense. Yes, absolutely. With the same exact stat line, it would be the completely opposite. So to say that he's bad, or sorry, to say that he's not good. Below average. Just because he lost his game on three touchdowns in seven minutes led up by his defense, I think is unfair. No, I'm not. Could he have iced the game? Yes, he could have iced the game. But did he have to, should he have had to ice that game? No, they had the lead already. The game was already in
0: their hands. But that goes to a whole nother conversation about Kyle Shanahan that we'll get to in a second. But I, I
2: want to defend Kyle Shanahan,
0: too. When Garoppolo, when the game was firmly on Garoppolo's shoulders, he could have gone down the field, won them the game, and the entire script of what I'm saying right now about Garoppolo could have been completely different. He wasn't big time. And I'm I'm, I'm shocked that here we are... With all this Tony Romo talk, we talk about, oh, he wasn't clutch. He's never clutch, right, never we, clutch. We
2: have never said a thing about Tony Romo not being clutch. I'm not, talk, were,
1: I'm not talking about you. I'm more talking about you and you. I mean, but did Tony Romo ever play in the Super Bowl? Like, we're just talking they
3: were about They ever play in an NFC yeah, championship yeah, game?
1: No, no, no. no I'm, wait, we're not talking about Tony Romo right now. That's another fucking No,
3: we're not talking about Tony Romo. You're right. We're
0: talking about being clutch. Okay, That's yeah, what we're I mean, talking I think about. we
2: can all agree Jimmy G was not clutch He, he was clutch. not clutch. Oh, but no, that doesn't mean he's no. bad.
0: No, he was not the guy. He is not a guy that is going to lead San Francisco to a championship by himself.
2: Okay, yeah, I can agree
1: with that. No. Doesn't mean he's bad, though. Yeah, fine. <laughs> I
0: mean, There's nothing about Garoppolo that makes me go, wow. Nothing. Tell, tell me one thing, please.
1: I, I'm just more concerned with the fact that. I'm, I'm, abandon, I'm waiting. They abandoned their game plan. They, they did abandon the run way earlier than I thought they would have, especially when it was working for them. And Jimmy Garoppolo could have even saved a couple of those passes that he was having to make in weird situations that he's used to just having the run offense powerhouse behind him. I mean, I think that he did get thrown in a weird situation. And like I said, with Shanahan not letting him throw more in the championship game, I think that you did see a little maybe rust. I don't know what it was. But that's not a whole knock on Jimmy G. I mean, he just didn't make a couple plays. It's a combination
0: of a whole bunch of things. And Kyle Shanahan, this is the one thing about Kyle Shanahan that I will say, is that he wanted to make this Super Bowl about Jimmy Garoppolo. No, I'm not hearing this. Lead, why not? He wanted Jimmy Garoppolo to be the guy to lead them to the promised land so they could be vindicated for the contract that they paid him. He has
1: nothing to do with that contract.
0: No, no, I'm not saying that it has anything to do with so him.
2: Shanahan would have zero reason to abandon what he's been doing all season. Just to but make he did. It, just to make the, but that's not why. See, I, dis- I disagree with that. I don't think they really abandoned it. I think that's just their game plan. That's just how they work. They, When teams expect you to run the ball, that's when they do their play action. That's what they did. I think they got very unlucky. Right. They got a couple yeah. balls batted down at the line of scrimmage, where it would have been first downs at the end of the game. But Chris Jones made two hell of a plays and stuffed the ball at the line of scrimmage. So I really don't, I don't have a problem with what he did. I know everybody's saying you're calling him a choke artist and everything. I don't. I don't no. see that. But Not look,
0: even if you even if running the ball doesn't work, at least you're draining the clock. They're up ten. They're up ten with seven minutes to go in the fourth okay, quarter. And
2: and you, you don't do give that against the Patriots. They're trying to glee, drain the clock down the stretch. And what happened? The Patriots came back and won.
0: Sure, you could say that, but that but then again, you know, it's a it's a big difference when you're giving Mahomes with ten points. You know, if you could drain that clock down to five minutes. I really don't think Mahomes is going down the field in two possessions and, score, and scoring you twice. You don't
2: think so? They can go. The, they can go down the field in one play. Yeah. They
0: can if they can go down the field in one play. That's one thing. But I don't think they are doing a sustain, having a sustained drive without going down the field twice and scoring twice. I wouldn't even say winning the game. I would just say scoring twice and sending this game to overtime.
1: You know, I'm a little upset here because my boy just won a Super Bowl, his first of many, hopefully, and we're sitting here talking about the losing quarterback though.
0: Well, you knew this, this is, a, this is an, ar- an argument that had to be made. He knew it was coming.
1: But there's, there's other recognition to give here. Did Jimmy G win this game for them? No. Should we still be talking about it? No. We should be talking about how phenomenal Patrick Mahomes is Good. and the fact that this man at 24 has his first Super Bowl, his first Super Bowl MVP, and he's in a position to get more and more and more. And I can't wait to watch the rest of this. Uh, I think that was the worst game of his career. Yeah, it was.
2: It was, right? And and
1: did he still look like the best quarterback in the league?
2: Yeah. Uh, Okay, I, I disagree with that. I've seen him look much better. Absolutely, but he sets the bar. Okay, I, I don't know. All right. I, I, agree, I, with him. A, I agree with Tim. I do agree with Tim.
0: He
1: sets the bar. He is the best quarterback in the league. Okay, he is, yeah, yeah, he, snap he snap is with, the, with, the bar. he play up to his standards that he usually does. And he still won the game. That's what No, I'm yeah. I'm this, not, is this is something – Him having the worst game of his career and still winning the Super Bowl is a warning shot to the rest of the league. No, and totally. I'm not trying to and be dramatic in saying that. I truly believe that him coming out here and having – you're right. It was statistically the worst game of his career between the, the pass completion percentage, between the interception to touchdown ratio – even the yardage. It wasn't anything crazy. He was just straight and accurate all But day. that was the beginning of the game. This is a 24-year-old kid playing his first Super Bowl. And, no, and this and is he the still scary came thing. out at the end of the game and looked like the best quarterback in the league for the last 10 minutes of that game. And I really think that there's something to say when he could be playing at two, three, four times that level in any Super Bowl in I know, the future. No, that's what's scary. I
2: think him getting over this hump of winning a Super Bowl, winning an MVP, and being big time in the it's fourth that quarter, That's already there. It's going to be a problem the next time he's in the Super Bowl. He's Absolutely. going to be way more comfortable than he was on Sunday. And that's a scary fucking sight. I'm I agree with it, you man. on
1: that. I I mean, do you have anything else to say? Because you do agree with me. I mean, no, I, I, my I, point for me, because I'm I'm dying with this, man. No, I, I, this I, I
0: completely agree with you. I think it also says something about Mahomes and the rest of the quarterbacks that are in the NFL right now, possibly bar Lamar Jackson, that we're talking about 286 2 and 2 as a horrible game for Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, like for someone like let's say let's say Kirk Cousins, let's say Jared Goff, let's say mm, I don't know, Tom Brady now. Tom Brady now. Let's say Jimmy Garoppolo. Think guys like that we're taking we're saying, "Okay, it's a good game for them." It's a good game for them. But for Mahomes, we're saying that's a that's a terrible game. He did not look like Patrick Mahomes, yet he did. He looked all the part like Patrick Mahomes and he did the same exact thing that we had talked about last week. He figured out what the 49ers were doing and and I was we talked about this during the game. We watched the game together. I said, "Where in the hell had the Kansas City Chiefs been in terms of opening up the fucking offense?" They threw that deep ball to Tyreek Hill, and I was just sitting there saying, finally. They yeah. finally, finally took a shot deep. And they probably—I'm I, I, not going to say they weren't looking to do it, because they probably were. No, yeah. And it was probably pretty well covered. But just finally, they got that one big play, and it just opened everything up for the Chiefs. That once they got that home run shot, daylight is and, done. And
2: that's what makes this— team in this offense so different is no other team can make that play. Nope. Is Tyree Kill's speed and Mahomes' arm, no other no other QB or wide receiver is going to be able to do that. You, you guys saw that, that interview with Tyree Hill,
1: right? Where no, I didn't, no, I did not. talking about Pat coming up to him on the sideline. And this is another thing about Patrick Mahomes that I just love is the maturity of this kid where you see him, you see these stories of him going up to Tyree Kill on the sideline I think they were down – I think this was when they were down 10. I think it was right before the big home run play you are talking yeah. about. Mm-hmm. And he went up to him. He's like, look, man, we're still in this game. It's still our game. I need you all day. I need you 100% right now. I need you to give it your all. We are winning this game. I need you to go out there and make the play. And Tyree Kill goes out there and reminds the league that he's the fastest player on the planet. And it just Patrick Mahomes it, – to say that he inspired him, he didn't make him the fast the fast guy he is, but he was the one who lit the fire under his ass and said, Go out there and make this play right now. Yeah. That's huge. For a twenty-four year old to be doing that in his first Super Bowl, I mean, that is just fantastic news.
0: I will say, despite what Patrick Mahomes did, he should not have been MVP.
1: No, he shouldn't have. And I'll I'll agree. Really? That. I think he should have. I, I mean see why not.
0: Damian Williams had two touchdowns.
1: I, I, no, I think he can have two touchdowns. It's an it's an argument. Like it's it's not that he should have definitely gotten it. Like he wasn't a like a bona fide like there's no other option. Yeah. But you know, give it to him. Like like it's fair to give it to him. Fine. Like Damian Williams did what he did, but Patrick Mahomes. I mean made it a little easy for him by being able to air the ball out like that and giving him plenty of open space to run. Well I can tell
0: you right now on the uh on that touchdown where Mahomes ran it in himself and they had the option play with Damien Williams. Yeah. If Mahomes pitches that back, Damien Williams, Damien Williams runs away with the MVP. No questions asked.
2: Fair but he did. Three touchdowns? Um, maybe. Maybe because the last touchdown was, you know, late in the game, a minute left. It was over he could have slid down. You know, call or, it the ice, but yeah. Damian Williams
1: could have easily not scored there. it yeah. could have still been the same game. So I'm not gonna just that I'm last s- touchdown. I, I the people who gave the MVP award obviously they think about this a little a little bit. And, and they, you think,
2: who it's, who in the comeback was Damian Williams sparking no, the comeback? No, exactly.
1: There? No, I mean you look at, you're looking the at whole the office. quarterback who led his team back, and it's totally fair to give it to him. But there was an argument for Damian Williams without a doubt.
0: Yeah, I, I and again I think he he really should have won it and playoff playoff Damian.
1: Playoff Damien. Came. That name will never catch on.
0: He, uh, it, it sounds terrible. It's it the, sounds terrible to say it.
1: I mean, there's so many better orientations of saying that. Like, you could just yeah. mix around with that, come up with something that
2: rhymes a little bit, and play playoff Damien. Yeah. Um. My favorite play of the night was the first fourth and one play uh, for the Chiefs in the first quarter when they did the four-person spin. Yeah, did you mm-hmm. see where that came from? Yeah, from the 1949 the Rose Bowl. Was it the 2006? Oh, that was, was that the was nineteen forty nine uh, Rose
0: Bowl. That was the in sync play. That's what I'm gonna
1: call it. No, no, I'm gonna call this it was the different. Play. This was like a like a nineteen forties Rose Bowl like, like weird Michigan. option play. I think it was I think it was Michigan or Army. I think it was Michigan. It was some like weird like run heavy team. I don't know, but they had some weird shit going on. Nah, but that play was amazing. Yeah, no,
2: it was fun to watch. Just think about how they set that up, man. Like without the spin, that play I don't think it's successful. No, nah, but it, you're, it you're doing be... a direct snap. As soon as yeah. everybody spins, they're like. What the fuck? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it really it set that up. And I thought Andy Andy Reid did a fantastic job in this game. He was aggressive all day, which is one thing I'll get on Kyle Shanahan for. There was a couple times where they had a fourth and two, a fourth and one. They didn't go for it. They were kicking field goals. Yeah. So um, the Chiefs were going for it, balls to the wall all day. Yep. Speaking of Andy Reid,
1: is this him finally getting a Super Bowl or is this him finally having a team... That should have won the Super Bowl. This is him
0: finally getting a Super Bowl. I
1: think it's him
2: finally getting a quarterback.
1: Yeah, no, I, I just I mean he had McNabb for a couple of years and And that was that his was, best Q B and that was his best Q B, but you can't I mean I'm I not think he's compare. always had the quarterback disadvantage. Yeah.
0: No, he always has. He I always has.
1: I, I'm not going to come out and say that, oh, yeah, Andy Reid finally won his Super Bowl. I'm like, i I'm I'm more I'm happy for him. I'm very happy for this guy. And everyone around the league. Everyone should game, be. Yeah, absolutely. A, he's a great yeah, He built yeah. the
2: Chiefs from, from basically the ground, I think. He be, yeah. He became the coach in 2013. They had the first pick in the draft. Wow. Did they yeah. really have the first pick that year? Who did they yeah. take? Eric Fisher. Yeah. yeah. Like really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's my pre-Chiefs uh, fandom. <laughs> I followed Pat Mahomes. No, but he's he's really built the Chiefs up, and I'm, I'm really happy for Andy Reid.
0: No, I, I mean, I also want to go back to talking about McNabb because <laughs> McNabb gets a, a bad rap, and this is coming from a, from a fucking Cowboys fan. I fucking hate uh-huh. Donovan McNabb. I can't stand him.
1: Talk stats. Let's get the stats.
0: But, but, from what it's worth, Donovan McNabb was more than capable of winning that Super Bowl, and he just didn't.
1: So now we're going to put Donovan McNabb or Andy Reid there. Um, I'm. I'm personally.
2: I'm too young to be
0: to yeah. be this. No, I, I. I'm just saying that McNabb is a better quarterback than he is given credit for. But and so to say that you know Andy Reid has not had a quarterback. Yes, he's never had a quarterback like Patrick Mahomes. But to say that he's never had a quarterback, he had. He had McNabb.
1: So, was this is his best team ever? Oh, without question. So, so without question. So win it at least with his best team ever. I think is is a, like a good sign. Yeah. Know? Like it, it's it says that he did it when he had to.
2: Yeah. We talking dynasty or what, Tim?
1: No, I, I hate <laughs> the dynasty word because it, you can't be a dynasty until you're a dynasty. And I know it sounds stupid, <laughs> but like the the I hate th- that man. Like you're not a dynasty if you're set to win. You're a dynasty once you've won the chips. Right. You're a dynasty, and for me, it's three and five. I think we all agree, three and five is.
0: 3 is the minimum. Yeah.
1: 3 and 5. 3 and 5 at least. 3 and 4 obviously.
0: 3 is the minimum yeah. to be cons- to be considered a dynasty. 4 you have more traction. You get you get 5 which only of course Brady
1: has done. Yeah. And Montana, well no, Montana only had 4. Um Well, I mean, people talk about that in, in the sense that those were two dynasties and Yeah. I am on page with I'm on the same page with that. Like, so, you could
0: you could say 4 you get 4 Super Bowls. That's a dynasty. It's a dynasty.
2: Oh, I'd certainly say four is a dynasty.
0: Yeah, three, 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 it three. It depends on the team. It really just depends on the team.
2: And it also I has a lot to do dynasty. with. It has a lot to do with me. Um,
1: for me, the team itself, like keeping a lot of similar players around. Right. That's more of the dynasty aspect. True. Because if you if like a soccer team, for instance, is just going out and just bringing in a new squad of all the best players in the world and they're winning shit every year, I wouldn't really consider that a dynasty. That's yeah, probably.
0: there's no such thing as a as a dynasty really for. For soccer, I mean, probably, probably the only thing that, th- that comes close to it is kind of like you know, if you want to talk about what Messi's done at Barcelona, yeah, I'd or, say Madrid's What four know, years? What what Ronaldo has done at at Madrid? You know, those are probably the two closest things. Is you have that one, that one guy that is just a global renowned superstar. Mm-hmm. But then you look at you know, you know Premier League. You look at. The Bundesliga, sure, you could say Bayern because Bayern have just dominated. I guess if you want to say Celtic 2, they've won, I believe, it's 13 league titles in a row. They're
1: running away with it again. And they're year.
0: running away with it again, right. So I guess if you want to say, you know, they're dynasties to a lesser extent in certain sports, but it comes with, you know, what your competition is, how good your team is versus the others, things like that, who your stars are, that's also a, a big part of it. Um, and another thing with this game that I thought was... Particularly interesting, we did talk about this um, in the preview last week. I thought the Chiefs did a really good job on the inside runs from the 49ers. They really did shut that down, and I'll, I'll give credit to Jared, who did say that he did think that the Chiefs were going to shut that down, and and they did. But then when it came to the end of rounds, they ran with Debo Samuel. They just did. They didn't have a prayer.
1: Yeah. They, they didn't have was, a
0: prayer.
2: Those were scary.
1: Yeah. They,
0: they were, really were. They really were. I think the, the the betting line too we had talked about was like 14 rushing yards. It
2: was 14 oh. and a half rushing yards for Debo. He had 53. He, he averaged 17.7. No, he
0: he he got the he got the 14 on the on first, first play. play right? The yeah. first play.
2: I think we called that a lock.
0: Yeah, that was that was a lock.
2: You guys saw
1: that Pat Mahomes bad beat right? For his rushing yards? Yes. Yep. Oh, my Taking God. Taking five-yard kneels. Terrible. The of the game, I didn't even think of that when he was running around at the end of the game. Like, he was killing the clock. I was like, oh, good for him. That's a smart play. And then I'm... I'm
3: the guy who insane. probably led the cops on the chase through Kansas City's parade oh. route had that bet. That was wild. <laughs> Most likely.
1: Is, is Kansas City a rowdy place? Because the police department was very nervous about this, and I think that they uh, they got what they were expecting. The I don't, police department put out some tweets saying, "By the way, just to remind you guys, we want a chip. This isn't the purge." Like some guy they apparently, they some guy apparently got caught like streaking down the main roads in Kansas City, like celebrating and stuff like that, and thought it, that and thought that it was okay because they won the Super Bowl. Yeah,
0: I don't know. I don't know if um, rowdy is a way of putting it, but I would just say that with alcohol being consumed, comes certain choices. That people make, as I'm sure most of the people at this table can adjourn to.
2: I'm not 21. Yeah, I'm not either. Oh,
0: this is, this is, this is true. This is Half right the now. panel. Half the panel can can say that they have made some... you
2: claimed 21 already, Matt.
1: <laughs>
0: some very, very silly choices no, no, under I'm the not. influence of alcohol.
3: I'm 24 and 20 in the state of New York. Oh, uh, my, my secret identity. <laughs> your
0: secret, your
2: secret uh, identity. I just want to mention something that I was so shocked at looking at right now, looking at the box score here. Kendrick Bourne led the 49ers in receiving yards.
0: Yeah. Two for 42, was it?
2: Yeah. The third leading receiver, Kyle Juszczyk. He had a great game. He did. He had a really good game.
0: It's. um...
2: I think he had a nice receiving touchdown, right? Wasn't that? He did. He dove into the end zone. Nice, like thirteen yarder. He was looking good. Good. For hey,
0: him. we we love the fullback touchdowns. Just just putting that out there.
1: Oh, what are we? What are we though? What kind of podcast are we? Are we like tight end? We, no, we're.
2: We're oh, oh, special teamer. Oh, special gunner. teams. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah, 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 yeah special yeah. teamer. Yeah. Gunner, I could
2: remember because back it's such an important
1: position. But yes. <laughs> is man, a, is is Slater, I love you.
0: It's a very is a very important position.
1: Oh, you know, isn't not a, He's not a special teamer specifically, but. um... Um, I'm forgetting his name because I'm. What team? The Chiefs. Michael um, Hardman. No, no, no. Darwin Thompson. No, 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 no. no. Sorry, wait. Excuse me a second. Um, is it Gunner? What's his name? Um, we could look at the tackles list if you want. Drew so- Daniel Sorensen. Daniel Sorensen. Ooh, he made a couple of plays. Um, he was a yeah. guy who forced a fumble on a kick return, something like that. Mm-hmm. But no, I'm saying
2: Daniel oh, Sorensen. Daniel Sorensen, good player, great heart. Great player. Yeah. Absolutely full of heart, and he was one who. And he was go- the he, he drew the foul on. He did. He um, was. I was gonna say he was. He was guarding up Kittle all day. Yeah.
0: yeah, he was, and he did a he did a hell of a job doing it.
2: Good for that guy. Uh, Tyron Mackie took a picture of him on Saturday morning of him watching tape and doing homework at like six a.m. Psychos, and, yeah. we Psychos.
0: love that kind of people. Psychos, uh, and speaking of uh, George Kittle, I <laughs> first guy in, last guy out. <laughs> it's not fair to There'll him. be one. It's not fair to him. I know, um, but can we say that Travis Kelsey, um, that he is a not much better, but a better tighter than George Kittle?
2: I, I disagree. Yeah, George, I, I think this is again Jimmy G didn't have a great game. I don't think he had a bad game, but he missed George Kittle open multiple times. On Sunday. He
0: did. I think he had seven targets in the game.
2: Uh, I don't have that here. But he had four receptions for 36 yards. But there were times where Jimmy G was throwing it to somebody else or throwing it away where George Kittle was open in the middle of the field. And George Kittle was starting to get frustrated. You could tell.
0: Yes, seven targets. Seven targets in the game.
2: Yeah, I'm not going to claim Kelsey to be the better tight end because they won the Super Bowl.
0: Uh, I will say, though, that Travis Kelsey had six targets in this game and caught all six.
2: And he has Patrick Mahomes throwing in the football. This is also
0: true. Speaking of someone that also does have Patrick Mahomes throwing in the football, Sammy Watkins. Bye-bye. Five catches for 98 yards. I think that there is no chance in hell that the Kansas City Chiefs bring him back next year. But, but, he made it a much more difficult decision.
2: At first, I was going to disagree with you, but I think since they do have to pay Mahomes a fuck-ton of money, they might let him walk because Sammy Watkins is a very high payroll. At the they way.
0: owe him $21 million. They have a $14 million out. So it would only count $7 million against their cap in, in dead cap money. So they would, it could eat $14 million, save that money, and Sammy Watkins could walk. So I think that, that is a no-brainer that you, you cut Sammy Watkins and you say thank you for your service.
2: I agree. He is making it very, very hard right now because that last— Play he had on Richard Sherman one on one was fantastic. It really was. I would love to see that happen. Sammy Watkins
1: take a year off personally, just because I want to see the birth of Miko Hartman and Darwin. Well, I'm sorry. Uh, Demarcus yeah. Robinson. Demarcus Robinson. A free Demarcus Robinson. He's also a free agent. Um, yeah. No, I think it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be fine. I mean, obviously it's gonna be fine because Patrick Mahomes throwing the ball and he'll always find the open man. But I don't think Sammy Watkins is gonna be that big of a. Love.
0: No, I don't think I don't think so either. I think they trust Cole enough. Uh, they'll probably make an effort to resign to Marcus Robinson, but of course you have the draft, which they'll probably spend a mid-round pick on a wide receiver, and I believe they'll be also spending a mid-round pick on a running back too. That they'll probably go a very cheap option, whether it's through the draft or through um, free agency. They are probably going to go ahead and add a running back to complement what they have. In Damien Williams, Darwin Thompson, and of course, Darryl Williams, who was not involved in this game, nor was LaShawn McCoy. Yeah, there
2: was really which one running back. See, really I was surprised Darwin Thompson was the second guy out there. He got a goal line carry. He did. It's very confused.
3: J- <laughs> Why? Yeah. Eddie McCoy has a Super Bowl ring. He didn't play in the game, but he has a Super Bowl that's, ring, yes. Uh,
1: that's all I'm at is that fucking piece of jewelry, man.
0: He's got a ring. He, that drip. As our generation would say, as the kids say, as the
2: noble youth would say, as the
0: noble youth would say, yes. Can't
2: wait to see how big that fucking ring is gonna
0: be. Oh, it's gonna be gigantic, like a uh, big ass moon rock yeah, on your ring. Get
2: bigger every single year.
0: Um, could we confirm whether or not a uh, Clark Hunt um, has like an, a hearing problem or something? Uh, this is with the earplugs. Yeah,
2: I, I don't know what that is. How could he be an owner in the NFL wearing? Yeah, exactly.
0: I mean, um, Jer- Jerry Jones doesn't wear earplugs, ear and he's older than the freaking dinosaurs. He
2: must have a hearing
0: problem. I-, I would think so. I will
2: not. Or just, ver- or just very you sensitive wear- eardrums. He could wear earplugs.
0: Right. You're accepted the freaking Super Bowl trophy, and you have earplugs, and he's not an old guy either. He's probably, that's, what, maybe in his mid-50s? It's a bitch move. I- Unless there is a, a diagnosed medical condition that we do not know about, I will agree with you that is a bitch move. Move.
1: Tim, do you want to defend your owner here? No, I was actually looking up uh, Wikipedia real quick. I was going to dive into a take and say that um, Lamar Hunt lived a long, happy life, and uh, Clark doesn't want to lose his hearing at a young age, so he's being smart.
0: <laughs> Which
1: still might be true, but uh, Lamar Hunt only lived to 74, so it's not like he was, uh, you know, 100 or something like that. Something <laughs> impressive like that.
0: Um, okay. Any, <laughs> um, any last takes from. Uh from the Super Bowl gentlemen, this is going to be the last we talk about football. Oh, no. A that football game? Not. Oh.
1: No, it's not. This is
0: the last we talk about real professional football. I'm honest. I, this is so shocking. Meaningful That football. you're not excited
1: about the XFL.
0: I am not even a we'll sliver season. of excited.
2: i want to get you excited next podcast. I'm on, I'm on the fence, Tim. You could possibly pull me over. I don't know. I'm doing it. Next
1: podcast, you guys are both going to be hyped Hi. for this weekend of football.
0: There's lots of basketball and there's lots of hockey to watch. Yeah, we yeah, gotta get back that. into
1: basketball. It's basketball season. I don't wanna I don't wanna allude too much to what I'm getting into next episode, so I'll, I'll leave it at that. We'll talk. Okay. We'll
2: talk.
0: Okay. I you think can try
2: Tim's deep sleeper is next episode. I think
0: I might know already.
1: Uh, you have an idea
2: but you don't even know the half of it. <laughs> Fair okay. enough.
0: Okay. So that was it. Our last NFL game recap for until September. Until September, if we're if we're still here. Whoa, whoa, preseason
1: starts in August.
3: Are we going to talk about the preseason?
1: Free, no. But is anybody else at this happened.
3: table going to watch the preseason besides me? Oh, we're going to do like a draft recap. Come on
0: yeah, now. No, we're gonna do uh, no, no, no. Yeah. I said, I said, I said the last game. football game we will cover. Oh, okay. The last football game. Meaningful football, football game. Though. Yes. Last
2: football game?
0: Yes. Last football. Professional football game that matters. So
1: are we calling the one with the ball soccer?
2: Just to be clear, because you said last football game. I think we should come up with a new
0: football. Football.
2: I think we should come up with a new segment where once a week we appreciate a historic NFL football game and talk about it.
1: I mean, I would learn a hell of a lot from that. So it's going to be slim in March. I mean, honestly, we could even make it a little more fun. You you guys can take me to class, and you guys can just educate me. We call it "Take Tim to Class." I love the alliteration. I was thinking of the same name in my head. You know, I I actually think that'd be a good segment because there's other just people out there like this. me who are fans of the game, but don't fully and, get the history of and it.
0: And for what it's worth, we don't need to keep it to just football. We can just include other
3: sports as well. Like you could come up with a topic. Oh my God,
1: you guys are going to be a, with with a topic.
3: hockey kinda soars with me. That's all I want to. That's all I want to talk about on this podcast is hockey. I'm with you. That's oh all I want to talk about. Do you want to talk about Nathan McKinnon? Yes, more than anything in this fucking world.
1: It's gonna take you a while to pull me over on the uh, the hockey train because as much as I learn the history and everything great about hockey, I cannot follow the goddamn puck on the screen. It's just the ADHD and all the white and black, and I, I just can't. I just can't follow the puck. I'm gonna be completely honest with you. Hockey's a great sport. Great set of rules. Great history. You got your your coat. It's it's all there. All right. It's all laid out on the table for you. I just can't follow the damn
2: puck. Hey Amen. And the the puck hitting the stick is one of the best sounds. This the sounds sports. great. This is true.
1: I wish that there was a little bit more of like a like a like a beacon on the puck. Like like they done the all star game I think where they had like a thing like a tracer on the puck.
0: They've tried it. They've tried it, but people overwhelmingly hated
1: it. Well. I was probably one of the five people in the country who loved that shit. Yes. I could watch hockey finally. I was Yes. You, that. you
0: were not one of the people that went on Twitter and complained about it, and they probably took it away in about 0. 0.5 seconds.
2: Breaking news. I know exactly what this <laughs> is going to be. Andre Iguodala has signed with the Miami Heat. Signed with the Heat? Or was he tra- traded. He well, got traded from the Grizzlies. And Miami then they gave him a and two year two-year $30 dollars. So pitch. I didn't realize. 30 million? Per.
1: Whoosh. What? I didn't realize that. $30 He hasn't touched the court this season. No,
0: because he's just stayed away.
1: But has this ever happened before where you have a guy who's traded first cap relief on one team and then goes to his new team and is not only there to help relieve his old team, he's also just not playing for the new team. I'm sure it has. I've never seen anything like it. First time i ever called. And it's It's, absurd. It's so funny. And I love these guys calling him out for it because he's a bitch.
3: Yeah, it's such a song. Well, memory. because I
1: used to love Andre Iguodala. I mean, Oof. he's I loved Sixers he, Iggy. That I, was one of my. I the did. I best love Andre Iguodala
2: too, and I think I'm not going to call him a bitch because I still love him. I his, do too, but I that so was a bitch move. For Andre move.
1: His
0: plan was going to be run out his contract with the Grizzlies and then go back to the Golden State Warriors yeah. next year. That was going to oh. be his move. Really? That was going to be his move. Yeah. Are,
1: are you confirming this? or Is this a speculation?
0: Confirmed. I read it. I read it last night from uh, Frank Isola.
2: Well, that didn't happen. Yeah, well, I mean, that's probably
0: team why. Team. That's probably why this trade went through. That the Grizzlies allowed the Heat to talk with Iguodala, and they probably said that if you can't agree a con, if we can't agree a contract with Iguodala, we're not going to uh, we're not going to go through with this trade. I
2: think, I'm gonna and be- they're
0: prepared to let him rot.
2: I think I'm going to be rooting for the Miami Heat in the Eastern Conference playoffs. This Absolutely. Year. Hey, I'm they are be- yeah. unless the Magic make it because I love Mobamba. But the Heat right now would be my number one. Ooh, but I like the Pacers too. With depot, I do like the Celtics this year. I just, I like that Brad Stevens
1: kind of team. I know you're a big fan of Brad I Stevens.
0: Want, I want to say I like the Bucks, but I also don't like the Bucks because I want the Bucs to not do anything so that way Giannis realizes he can't win in Milwaukee
1: and leaves and signs with the Knicks. I actually agree with you on that. I want the Bucks to not win because I want to see Giannis go somewhere else. That'd be something. The Knicks! Yeah.
0: The Knicks, where he could be the star by himself and lead the Knicks back to glory.
1: The Western Conference Finals. With him floor. in
0: a lamello ball.
1: <laughs> lines, no, no,
0: no, no no, Lamelo. I
2: cannot wait for the Western Conference playoffs just so I can see the Lakers versus the Clippers.
0: Lakers-Clippers, yes, I've, please.
2: I said this uh, I said this like a week ago, I think, that the Lakers versus the Clippers, if they do play in the playoffs in the Western Conference Finals, might be the greatest series we've seen. It might be. It's going to be historic. It might be. It really
0: might be. It's going to be
3: madness. It would be oh. absolute madness. LA about to ru- t- turn into gang wars. A- LA, LA riots part two. Yeah, it's about to be absolutely great. Clippers-Lakers edition.
1: I love a good championship
2: riot. I'm all for it. <laughs> but, but <laughs> love riots. I would be rooting for the Grizzlies. Deep sleeper, riots. I would be rooting for the Grizzlies and John Moran if they make the playoffs. I agree. Oh, 100%. I
0: agree.
1: Oh, 100%. That's the guy right now. I mean, uh, the Pelicans, obviously, uh, they made it, but they're a little
2: bit farther out. That's not going to happen. i love myself some John Moran.
0: Well, we have the, – the segue we're going into our next segment was ruined by Andre Iguodala. But we're going to go back to football for a second. We're going to talk about bold all-season predictions. So one all-season prediction from everybody. Um, I'll go first if you want me to. Sure. Okay.
1: As long as you don't steal mine.
0: No, I don't think I stole yours. Mine involves quarterbacks. So
1: does mine. Oh, boy. Does it involve your football team?
0: No, it doesn't. Good. No, 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 no. no. Okay. So, this is like a it's a three-parter, sort of, but they all are, are connected. Enlighten us. So, Drew Brees. Oh,
2: Jesus.
0: Does not retire. He goes to goes back to New Orleans. Okay. Plays another season in New Orleans.
2: I thought you were gonna say he's going to another team.
0: No 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 no. No 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 no. No. I would have lost all credibility on this podcast. Um, then that means. That the Saints no longer have money to sign Teddy Bridgewater, who is a free agent. Teddy Bridgewater then signs with their NFC South rivals, the Carolina Panthers. Mm. Which then, in turn, means they have Cam Newton on the books, who is then traded to the Los Angeles Chargers.
2: I, I like that. I like the thought of it. It's bold, but it's well thought out. Yeah, you know? it's, it's it's certainly it's not, bold, you. but it's still so well, realistic.
1: We're here for bold.
2: Yeah. It's very unlikely to happen because you don't really see a QB carousel like that where... Actually, you know, it's not too much movement.
0: It's not connected. It's not connected really in any way. But you think if Drew Brees goes back to New Orleans, Teddy Bridgewater is gone. Hold on.
1: Because now, now you're three... Quarterback swap. Correct. Well, no, not not three swapping, but your three quarterback predictions. Correct. Don't interfere with mine. No. And I'm curious if mine won't interfere with Brett's, and Brett's won't interfere with yours either, yeah. because then we might have ourselves a little fantasy NFL league going on here, and I'm oh, curious brother. to see what it looks Wait. like. So, what do you
2: what do you have? What was the title of the of the question again?
0: Uh, one bold all season prediction.
2: Okay. Um.
0: So it wasn't even a question. It was okay. just it was just
3: a
2: statement. Okay. Because. I have – mine isn't really strictly about the offseason, but it does relate to the offseason. Go ahead. It's more mainly for the next season, like okay. regular season. That's fine. I think the New York Jets will make the playoffs next year by making a shit ton of fantastic moves this off season.
3: Okay.
2: That's really – that's what I got. I think the Jets are going to make the playoffs. Are they going to acquire a quarterback? Uh, no, no. That would be with Sam Darnold. Okay. Wasn't? No, I was just curious. So, still good. Yeah, no. Yeah, right. so, so Mine doesn't interfere with anything because it's just about the Jets making good moves.
0: Hold on. Before you go into yours, um, Brett – would you like to take a drive to New Jersey, place a friendly wager that the New York Jets will not make the playoffs next year? I take not, you take do. Uh,
2: you name, know what? Fuck it, yeah. Name your but, price. Um. Ten bucks? Yeah, fuck it. Ten bucks. You guys are ready. I you make get a lot of bet. money. That's You're ten on. Bucks. Yep. That's boring. Twenty. Oh, yeah. Twenty! You're on. I make enough
1: money. You're on. Um, anyone want to bet, I get the Chiefs, you guys don't get the Chiefs. Um... Oh wait! I kind of want to make a Chiefs, you, versus, the Chiefs field. versus the field. Uh, Chiefs How versus much? the field? Yeah.
3: Come on! <laughs> Come on! Bring it. Well, Chiefs obviously, the
1: obviously with a little bit of a, with a little bit of a, like a what do you call that? Like an odds boost here. Okay. Like it wouldn't just be a straight up. Okay. Oh, we'll talk so about this more you, later. we'll talk about this so you, more later. So you you
0: would say yeah, that if So I was, the, I was if,
1: talking if, my ass right there. That if right? the
0: Chiefs don't win the Super Bowl, you pay each of us like ten bucks, and if the Chiefs do win the Super Bowl, we each pay you like fifty, something yeah, like it's that. A the line where you get a higher payout. We need to
2: give Tim a nice like two-week break so we can get over the emotional wind.
0: This is true. This is true, where you can start thinking gotta, on a more clearer United, scale.
2: Yeah. I'm thinking, I know, anytime you well, say
1: I'm thinking, fine, you're not. So,
0: speaking, of, <laughs> speaking of having his head up his ass, uh, Tim, would you like to give us your uh, your bold prediction, please? I this is this is one that is fascinating.
1: Because, so I just want to clarify, mm. this has become a little bit of a hot topic over the last couple of days, but I was talking about this with a friend, at least, uh, how long ago was that, Jared? Like a a week or two months ago, I was gonna say two weeks, a month ago, a month and a half. Terrible
0: radio. It's been going on for a little
1: while. Sorry. (laughs) We always have one terrible radio moment. We do. At least. Usually, right in the middle of it. This is not
0: a picture perfect podcast.
1: So, Tom Brady, leaves the Patriots. Goes to, the Cowboys. Hmm. Now, I know it's ridiculous. I know it's ridiculous, but when you look at it. What would you want if you were Tom Brady right now?
0: A chance to win a Super Bowl. Because there's not so, Texas. There's
1: so many reasons why this works. You have that roster, which is phenomenal right now. The Cowboys have a very solid roster. All right.
0: Arguably top five in the league on paper.
1: Arguably yes. You got a great offensive line. You got your running back. You got your receivers. Mm-hmm. You got a defense that can keep your team off the. I'm sorry. You got a te- defense that can keep points off the board. Arguably,
0: yeah, in an ideal world, yes. In an
1: ideal world, yeah. And especially if you got Tom Brady running the, the offensive side of this and he's picking the clock apart like, like he does. I mean, that's just what he's great at. Yeah. I think it makes a lot of sense. And then you have this idea of Tom Brady wanting to win without Belichick, which everyone has been talking about for a long time now. And, you know, you don't hear a lot about it from Tom Brady, but it makes sense that he would want to do that. This is his career, this is his legacy to have that Super Bowl away from
2: the Bill Belichick situation. It would be very on-brand for Tom Brady. To and, and
0: what better team to do it with than then, arguably the most popular team in the sport.
2: Exactly. And it's
1: he's a smart guy. And everyone knows that. He's he's thinking about the future. Right. You want to start heading west out to Hollywood? Why don't you make a halfway stop down in Dallas? There's I no mean, state tax in Texas. There's no state tax this in is Texas, true. too. Which is a very big part of this. Yeah. Because... It's interesting to think about Dak asking for this much money when he's already asking for a substantial, bigger contract than the next highest in the league. He's asking for seven or eight million above what I think Russell Wilson's getting right now. Yeah, which is, which is ridiculous. Like Thirty-two or thirty-three years. Which is now. ridiculous. He'll- he's asking for almost forty, and that's without state tax, which yeah. is ridiculous. Because you yeah. leave there, you're not getting even close right. to that. So Dak leaving is his own problem. Dak's gonna have to figure that one out for himself. But the Cowboys are sitting here realizing that they can get Tom Brady for cheaper than Dak for the next two years, as opposed to what Dak would be getting paid in one season, which is possible. I think that this is a very, very possible move. And then we have our fictional NFL right now. Where you got Tom Brady quarterbacking
2: the Cowboys. Oh, you got Prime Time every single week, bro. Oh, every single week. I
0: would, week. Love, it. You got week. I would Newton, love it. Every
2: fucking week. I would love it. Los Angeles.
1: You got Teddy Bridgewater out in Carolina, Carolina, Carolina
0: with Christian McCaffrey.
1: With Christian McCaffrey, very good point. And then you have your wild card. You got Dak Prescott floating around the yeah, market. where the fuck would he go? Think. I mean, I, oh, oh, oh! Give me Dak Prescott to San Francisco all day long. I, 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 that's not mine.
0: Cold. It's not mine. Where you at? Las Vegas. Ooh, oh, brother. Ooh. In this hypothetical situation, no. granted, granted. It's not going to happen. No. Dak Prescott is going to get the franchise tag. But for what it's worth, for this hypothetical exercise, Dak Prescott to the
2: Raiders. I See,
1: is, wow. is Dak Prescott enough of a presence to be worth it for the Raiders? Yes,
2: Does, I believe so.
1: Do you think that he's going to be a guy that's going to pull in people from out of state to yes. come watch games? You think yes. so? Okay. It's, um, it's not,
0: but I will say, hold on, it's not because of him. It's because of what he was. Yeah, I
2: was going to say that. There as
0: quarterback of America's team, as yeah. quarterback for the Cowboys. You're, ca- you're a co- Cowboys you're quarterback.
1: Me. You're selling me right now.
0: You're a Cowboys quarterback. It doesn't matter where you go. Because, you're yeah. going to have draw. You
1: because totally dumbass Raiders out here who are going out to Las Vegas. Yeah. What are they going to do? How are you going to get these fans in the stadium where – Half of them are going to be coming from out of state visiting. You need to draw from somewhere. Why don't you take the quarterback who just led America's team. He has the name recognition. People are going to want to come see him play, theoretically. Yep. I think this totally makes sense. I forgot they're playing in Vegas officially next year. And now we have to keep going through this until we have everyone figured out. Where is Derek Carr going? Is he going to ride the bench? Because you can't Uh, play both of them. Fuck Derek Carr.
0: Derek Carr Um, will go to the... The Colts?
1: Ooh. Oh, we didn't even think about that. The no. Colts are still a factor. I got
0: one. Derek Carr will go to the New York Giants Fuck to continue off. the Carr legacy of being a backup to Daniel Jones.
3: Fuck off. Why? David Carr was a backup. Don't ever associate that waste of talent with my football club ever again. As a backup? Don't ever associate that waste of talent with my football club. Wait,
0: you wouldn't want Derek Carr as a backup to Daniel Jones? No.
1: Potentially
3: a starter. (laughs) Okay, so you'd rather have Marcus Mariota as a backup to uh, to Daniel Jones. Absolutely. I take take Mariota on my football team in a second. Wow. Uh,
2: Wow. Oregon fans.
3: It's, they're an interesting breed. The greatest college quarterback of the decade. With, uh...
2: Not of the century. Yeah. Vince Young's got that one on lock. And Vince Young won that how? Oh, he won uh, the 2006 Rose Bowl against USC.
0: Oh, I, I, I didn't know that.
2: You didn't know? Who else no. played that game?
0: Uh, Reggie Bush. Reggie Ooh. Bush. Matt
2: Oh, Frosty Rucker.
1: Yes Brian Cush Wait, Rusty Fucker played in that game? Yeah No way <laughs> Yeah, he
2: was on USC Oh no, it was Rusty Fucker That's what I used to call him Rusty, 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 Rusty Fucker Rusty yeah. Fucker Jamal Charles Jamal Charles Lendale White Yes I believe Was Roy Williams oh, no. on that no. Texas team? I believe Steve Smith played in that game Not Steve Smith uh, The Hall of Future Giant NFL. Giants receiver Giant Steve, Steve Smith. Smith
3: Great guy Super Bowl champ Was Roy
0: Williams the receiver on that Texas team in the 2006 don't, World don't think Bowl?
2: I so I don't think so. I've seen that game multiple times.
0: I don't think so either. And that's an
2: understatement.
0: Yeah, I don't think so, so, I don't so either, think but I do know that he went to uh, Texas Hook'em Horns. He did go to Texas. Hook'em Horns.
2: Matthew McConaughey also went to Texas.
0: He did. And he now he's a professor of communications and film studies at Texas Hook'em Horns. Um, okay, so let's go from talking about... Oh, Matt, do you have a bold prediction you would like to discuss? No, let's just move on to no? a Moki. Okay. So we'll talk about, about that. we'll talk about uh, Mookie very quickly before we go and talk about the Bachelor. Uh, so the three-team deal it happened. Uh, the Curse of Mookie Betts is in full go.
1: I love it. I'm so happy. I can't wait for this season.
0: <laughs> you want to move on? You wanna move on from that?
1: No, actually, that's <laughs> positive.
0: So the uh, the Dodgers have acquired Mookie Betts along with David Price and half of his contract from. The Boston Red Sox for outfielder Alex Verdugo. Uh, and then in a third, a three-team deal, the Twins also came in here and they sent one of their top-pitching prospects, uh, Bruce and to the Red Sox. And in return, the Twins got Kenta Maeda from the Dodgers. Um, well, the Dodgers have the best lineup in baseball from this uh, the Red Sox are taking a lot of heat because a lot of people are saying, how can you trade Mookie Betts and not get Dustin May, uh, Galvin Lux, Will Smith from this deal? Verdugo's a good player. He's a good player. He could be a guy that they build around in that outfield, but it's not great. And then to preface this also, the Dodgers then traded uh, Jock Peterson uh, to the Los Angeles Angels, so a very rare uh, inner-city trade between the Dodgers and the Angels. Um, Gratterall is the number 57 prospect uh, in baseball, has a wicked, wicked fastball, uh, so that should be something that the Red Sox should continue to develop in their farm system, which is completely arid of any top talent Right now, but It's
1: actually not true. It's actually up there in the rankings. Is it really? Yeah, it, I was I was concerned about this too. I think we're sitting at like 6 or 7 now. Right really? There. It's top yeah. 10, I know that yeah, for seven seven fact. Really?
0: Interesting. Okay, yeah. so I take that back.
1: Yeah, no, I just want to correct that because I had the same opinion. I
0: take that back then. And then, of course, the Twins with uh, Kenta Maeda, um, they are still the favorites to win the Central. Um, a lot of people are asking why they decided to trade their uh, top pitching prospect. But with Maeda, he's a proven arm that can come into that rotation. And again, the Twins are still the favorites to win the Central, despite uh, the Indians still being in it, perhaps. And of course, the Chicago White Sox, who a lot of people uh, are saying have improved a lot and should be contending uh, for the Central this year, along with the Minnesota Twins. Definitely contending for a wild card spot. Um, I
1: notice that often when you say a lot of people on this podcast, you're referencing current. Takes that you're invested in that you've said in the past. Not that other people aren't saying it, but you use the phrase a lot of people to bring in your own opinions, and I just I just wanted to point that out. Yeah, that's part that's partially true. You said a lot of people have been talking about the White Sox. I'm thinking in my head I'm like, who have I heard talk about the White? Oh, it was Ed. Ed was the one who said the White Sox. <laughs> hello, hello. So that is your take. Claim that because I think you're right. Yeah, that, that is my take.
0: Um, so the one thing that really uh, struck me for now is that the Red Sox they are very much interested in just chopping this whole thing down starting over, and that's the way that they probably should have done it. Um, unfortunately, they did not get the best return for Mookie Betts, but this this is what happens when, um, unfortunately, now you have Mookie in his contract year, and he's probably going to command an absolute shit ton from the Dodgers, who now they're going to have to pay him. And one of the things that, um, from what I was reading last night, uh, when all the news came out, was that the big part of this that the Red Sox wanted was they wanted David Price's contract out. Exactly. That the Padres, exactly. the Padres had offered a better deal to the Red Sox, but. The Red Sox, the Padres, excuse me, were not willing to take David Price's contract, and that and that was the big uh, kicker to all this. So, Mr. Red Sox, I wanna I wanna give you uh, I wanna give you the floor here. I do have
1: a lot to say about
0: this. I I I definitely believe it. So uh, please, the, the the floor is yours. Well,
1: I mean, first of all, this being branded as the Mookie Betts trade, which for good reason, obviously, but that's not what this was for the Red Sox. This was, as you said, the David Price trade. This was the, tr- the trade that eliminated that Price contract. And, you know, Price did what he did for us. I respect his time with the Red Sox. He was a great guy. I mean, he did get himself hurt playing Fortnite one time, but I guess we won't talk about that. Carpool tunnel. Carpool <laughs> tunnel and what a situation that was to hear about. Um, no, I think that this actually, looking back at it now, after a day of decompressing and realizing that Mookie Betts is gone, I mean, We had to give up Mookie Betts in order for them to take that contract. And we shouldn't be sitting here thinking that we deserve more in return. I think that us giving them Mookie Betts with this caveat that he's not a long-term player, he's going to need to be re-signed into the season. It's not like we're giving them a future here. Mookie Betts is going to be a free agent next season. And if that was what we needed to do to then be able to maybe re-sign him at the end of next season, I mean, that's not off the table here. Mm -hmm. A um, couple other things I wanted to point out. Um, the last time the Red Sox made a big trade with the Dodgers, um, I think they won a World Series shortly after that, if you guys recall. Um, was um, it the Gonzalez, no Adrian Gonzalez. Not oh, same, it was the
0: Adrian Gonzalez trade. I was talking, I was talking the the caliber, about maybe no more.
1: But it's not like the Red Sox have a bad history of making these trades where they dump off salaries. All right, It's a smart play. Um, I mean, you have – oh, why am I forgetting his name right now? I'm sorry. But the, the current uh, president of baseball operations who came from the um, – Tampa Bay
0: Rays. Uh, please hold. He has a weird
1: name and I can't remember. Yes. It's like Choim, I think. His name's like Quam. But it's like C-H-O-I-M.
0: It is, please hold. It is, uh, the guy that I have here is uh, Is the president and CEO of the Boston Red Sox is Sam Kennedy. Their general manager uh, uh, is Brian O'Halloran.
1: Shane mm. Bloom. Chain Bloom, that's what his name is. I said Quam. Quam, close enough. uh, Chain Bloom did come from the Rays, and what have we seen from the Rays in previous years? The Rays have built a very solid team on a very low payroll. Yep. And what is the number one hindrance in a low payroll? These guys, like, great players, but Mike Trout, I mean, uh, Anthony Rendon, contracts like that where you have these guys making $400 million over a 10-year period. Yep. That's not the kind of way, that's not how you build a baseball team. No. Fast, so I do think this is a solid trade for the Red Sox. And just to give a little uh, a little upbeat vibe for this, I mean, let's be real here. The Dodgers just got really good, and yeah. That that takes a lot of a lot of heat on. It puts a lot of heat. I'm sorry, onto the Yankees right now. Which I mean, if the Yankees fans are gonna put this all on the Red Sox faces, like as they should. That's how this rivalry works. I mean, let's not be pussies here. Of course. But I mean. There's equal heat to be given back right now saying that these Dodgers are not a fucking bad team. This is a team that's going to be a very, very good contender. No, absolutely. Also to think about, um, the Clayton Kershaw playoff bust, curse, whatever you want to call it. When did that choke artist, I mean, these are all fair things to say, but when did that start? That did not start with the Astros. Don't say it did.
3: No, it did not. It
1: totally did. It totally
2: did. No. No way. He's been terrible
3: in the playoffs forever. He's He's
2: been terrible terrible in the playoffs for his entire career. Um, You got to check your facts on that one. Yeah, 100%. Because of the years before the Astros. Yeah. Well, still, it wasn't to the same
1: level. All right. That was peak. The year
3: he won the Cy Young and the MVP, he shot the bed. It's not entirely
1: what I'm saying. What I was trying to get to is that He has these bad memories against the Astros in the playoffs right now. Correct. Is there not a trajectory to make a comeback run right now? Is there not some kind of mindset that he's going to say, I got fucked by the Astros. It's possible. Let me hand it back to the league. That's kind of where I was going. Clayton Kershaw also. they They did take advantage of him, and they did embarrass him. Sure, fair so point. there is a revenge aspect to this. Very fair I'm point. Yeah, true. Um,
3: Clayton Kerr is also on limited life now. He's not the pitcher he used to be. His shit's not as fast. The only thing he really has is that disgusting curveball now. He really can't beat pitchers, well, but beat batters with a fastball. Yeah, but that's the way
0: that these pitchers have to adapt now. When you get up yeah. into the mid-upper 30s, you can't rely on your stuff, your, your velocity yeah. you anymore. You gotta
2: take the C.C. Sabathia method.
0: You gotta rely on your stuff.
1: Or the Bartolo Cologne method, the same kind of thing. These Guys who they're still pitching, they're still pitching. I'm yeah. not
3: afraid of Kershaw. I'm not afraid of Price. Walker Bueller scares me more than any of them. <laughs> I am afraid of Kershaw because Kershaw
0: on his day is still the best pitcher on that staff. Yeah,
1: let's not forget. I think, I think, I think
0: you're discounting no, Kershaw. I also bit.
1: still have David Price, like, let's not forget that. Like, I know David Price was not amazing last year, but, he's, but I, I, still think, David Price? I think
3: Walker well, Bueller, so Bueller is better ace. than all, all of them. He's not the ace, that's yeah, certainly not the ace. No, he's the third
1: or fourth best pitcher on the team, and he's. Would be the second best on multiple. Well, teams David in the
0: David Price is good against twenty eight other teams in baseball, except for one who he might end up playing in the World Series. Uh, <laughs> God help, God got mercy Price is on his best soul. game
1: of the
0: World se- of the playoffs against the Yankees, and also the worst. Oh the Red the, Sox won. The one good game that he's had against the Yankees. It was the one, the one in out of fifteen. The, the, the one out of fifteen that he had
1: in the biggest game he's ever played against the Yankees. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna discount the fact that he's got a, one game for. That him. he's got, he's a, got a mid-five as well
0: as ERA in his career against the Yankees.
1: I mean, all right, fine. Like we'll see what happens. I mean, I don't know. Um, also, wanted to point out, uh, just a little side note. This is a personal note. Um, I don't know if you guys know this, but the, the Dodgers are actually the reason that I'm a Red Sox fan. Oh. Uh, my grandfather was a Brooklyn Dodgers fan. And when the Dodgers moved over to Los Angeles in the, what, the 50s, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, 58. Yeah. Um, you know, given the limitations of uh, local media coverage back then, he had yes. to choose a new team. So he ended up saying, I hate the Yankees because I'm a Dodgers fan. What other team hates the Yankees most so I can get some games on? And that was the uh, Red Sox. And so the fandom was born. That's a cute story.
0: That's yeah. a very, that's a very that's cute story. So, so we'll... it's
1: fitting that these weird trades happen between the Red Sox and the Dodgers because it's it's... Like been my life. Like it's so weird. I don't know. Yeah. And I love Adrian Gonzalez and I love Mookie Betts. And so now I can still appreciate them. These are still guys that aren't on a team like the Yankees or the Astros that I have to hate them now. It's that's actually pretty nice.
0: I think what also in going back to Mookie Betts for a second, what also sort of aids the Red Sox a little bit is that Mookie Betts has said in the past that he's looking forward to going and testing free agency. He wants to do that. He wants yes. to go on his free agent tours and be courted by other teams and do all the pop and circumstance that comes with being a free agent. Mookie Betts wants that. Yeah. So he's going to go into that open market and he's going to get the courting by other teams. The Dodgers will be in on that. I'm sure the Padres will be in on that as well. And then you got to include maybe... I don't even know if the Yankees would even consider it i don't think so but let's just say in a you know crazy alternative universe that the yankees may be on that the phillies well, could john, be in on that john
1: carlos is up for arbitration next year i think
0: is he no i think it's uh is it john carlos no after
1: the next season i'm pretty sure he is
0: no i don't think he is cuz he's got that long term contract that looking, waves all of his uh, arbitration years i think
1: i don't think it does because i was looking at this the other day about top free agents after next season and it's going to be john carlos Stanton, allegedly if he's up for arbitration because that's how these contracts are working these days, where you have these contracts, they tell you on paper it's 14 years, but the last, like, seven of them or eight of them are all arbitration years, which is wild to me. Unless
3: you're Mike Trout. Nope.
1: I might have been looking at some uh, misleading statistics then, because I did see a, a thing that listed John Carl as a top free agent for next year. Yeah, um, he's
0: making, uh, oh, Jesus, making yeah, $29, okay. 29 million, uh 2021 and 2022, and then from 2023 to 2026, 2025, oh. excuse me. He's making thirty-two million.
2: Another important aspect
1: of this trade too. Um, that David Price salary, that dump gets them under the luxury tax this year. Oh, that's good. Um, so when you think about it, the Red Sox are not—they weren't going to be a contender this year. They have a lot of internal things to figure out, especially with the manager situation and all of that. However, now you have this full season where you have your entire free agency. You have all these international picks that are given back to you because you're under the luxury tax. You have an entire salary cap to work with and then you get to go into the next free agency with the option to sign Mookie Betts back. I mean, it, I'm not saying there's a long-term plan definitely in effect here, but I'm not saying right. it's not. You I think it's saying? a good
2: sense of direction.
1: Absolutely. Which a lot of teams struggle to achieve.
2: And it's uh,
0: Aaron Judge.
1: It was, it was a ripping the Band-Aid right off as opposed to just letting it peel off. And it was Aaron Judge
0: coming? Aaron Judge has uh, two more years of arbitration, and then after 2023, he's a uh, unrestricted free agent. So
1: arbitration just, is up to the team, right?
0: That's like a team decision? It's a, it's a team decision and a player decision. So the team puts in how much they believe uh, the player should be making based on a pay scale. The player puts in how much he should be making based on a pay scale. They basically either meet in the middle or they don't, and they go to an independent arbiter and... He decides, he or she decides how much the player makes.
1: What in God's name is baseball? Like, what What are these rules? It's, but it works. I will say that it, it works. works. Because baseball has the biggest ability to turn around and have a franchise go from dirt to champion. Like, you've yeah. seen it, the teams that go last in the league to champions. So, somehow the system works, but my God, is there an entire encyclopedia of just wild rules. Yeah. It's, it's, it's mind-blowing to me. I love it. It's so weird.
0: Very, very, very strange. Okay, gentlemen, oh, we yes. ready? Oh yeah. We ready? Okay. So it is time to talk about the bachelor. So yes. The house. They have went. They've gone from Cleveland. We had some eliminations go. Eliminations go down. Uh, who was in the first round of uh, eliminations off the top of uh, everybody's um, head?
2: I'll tell you. Savannah was one of them. Oh. Yeah,
0: Savannah was sure one of them. Did not say a word. That's right. Because uh, Victoria, Victoria P. Um, Lexi and Sydney were all crying. No, no, I'm sorry. That- no, everyone. Scratch crying. this. Continue.
2: Everyone was crying about Lexi. Um, who else was eliminated? Oh, Deandra. Deandre. The- Deandra. Oh, oh, yeah. Deandra Chyenne. Hopkins and Cheyenne. Yes. Oh, that was that was the second one. That was the second oh, sorry, one. Damn. Yeah, Deandra was eliminated, and she was so confused. Yeah. Just yes. look asking Peter what happened. Well, like, to be fair... When you watch the show, you'll know what happened. You were not close to Peter compared to the rest of the girls. No, she
1: also got the... Was she the MVP of that football game? i want to go on that website if that she I was, She's played well in the football no, game she, no. Yes. They highlighted it because she was one of the ones that was pissed off after the game. Yes. Yeah, because she, she didn't was, get a chance to talk she to She had him. the Deion
2: Sanders uh, bandana.
1: She did. She looked yeah. fresh as fuck. Yeah. But... I think she really thought that by doing well in that football game, like, she, like, deserved to, like, stay. Which, like, I feel bad, but,
2: like, at the same time, like, the connection, like, wasn't there. Like, clearly, like, he wasn't that interested. It's right. funny, too, because they, they had a talk, like, right before the rose ceremony, and she was uh, telling him that she's wifey material. And Peter goes, oh, yeah? <laughs> and, then <Tough>. he, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then he uh, kicks her at the door, so
0: so <laughs> the, ruthless. So we had the eliminations in Cleveland. Then, after that, they go to some place very much exotic, and we're not kidding, very much exotic. They go to Costa Rica, people. The betting capital of the Caribbean. The betting capital of the Caribbean, exactly. Oh, yes. Well, no, technically, technically it's not in the Caribbean. Technically it is in Central America. Oh, oh apologies, apologies. Central Geography America.
3: is in my forte. Central America.
0: So, they go to uh, Costa Rica. They get there, and a date card comes in. And the first one-on-one of the night goes to Sydney. Sydney gets the first one-on-one. They go on a very nice helicopter ride. They tour the volcanoes and the waterfalls. It's all very, very nice and very, very lovely. And they land on this little patch of plains and grass and whatever. And, of course, just by, by happenstance, there just happens to be Just a nice little bed, nice little picnic set up, all ready to go where they can schmooze and mingle. Go ahead.
2: Before we get into the date. Go ahead. I can't believe you failed to mention this. Peter fought a Puma. Oh, that you was really Oh, that's all important information we need to talk about? That's Peter fought a fucking puma.
0: Ah, that's right. Yeah. Well, no, was that before? You know he did? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, wait. Peter
2: actually stabbed
1: himself. Yeah, we, we cracked the glass in his head. We he told him what yeah, Was that puma.
0: before the date? or was that? Yeah, that's yeah. when yeah. he landed yeah, in they the helicopter. They
1: all got out and they were like, why is your head? Oh, that's right. Okay. You had. Okay. What? 14 girls all sitting there completely believing him that he got in a fight with... <laughs> Network
0: his- television, people. Oh, Network television. So going back to that, so what really happened was Peter was getting into a golf cart and he decided to hit his head on top of the golf cart. And as he hit his head, his head ricocheted off the roof of the golf cart and went into a glass that he was holding in his hand. I've been trying to figure out the physics Behind all of this? I got nothing. I got nothing. I, you know, I have, have absolutely some, nothing. That
2: must have been some very thin glass, right? Like the
0: That cl- must have been one th- hell of a headshot that he took yeah, then where I, the fact that he's just 22 contorting stitches? his neck I, I where can, it's like, oh, boink.
1: I think I got it. Go ahead. All right, ready? Okay. You got your glass between your thumb and your pointer finger, right? You're holding it like like you would normally a glass, right, with your pointer finger on top. Then you go to lean your hand on top of the golf cart. Right. I go to re- lean forward to look down for something in the golf cart, not realizing that the roof was lowered. There's a level of uninte- of, of just lacking intelligence here. Like, not knock denying Yeah, there's a
0: clear lack of intelligence I wonder, I going on. I think that
1: the glass was in his hand. He was resting his head. That he was resting on the golf cart. Mm-hmm. And when he leaned forward, he kind of just clapped it right in well, between no, the no, golf they sh- cart. They showed the video. Did you not see the video? The surveillance
2: cam? It was, it was He banged he his head, down.
3: and as he was coming down, he just went right into the glass. Yeah, he went, yeah.
2: like... His head, the left side of his head hit the the top of the golf cart. Then he swung back around, and the right side of his head hit the glass cup. No way. Yeah, Yeah.
0: he got damaged on both sides, yeah.
2: Oh, what an idiot. Apparently, he's very clumsy.
0: Yeah, Pistol Pistol Pete clearly is uh, very, very, very clumsy.
1: I mean, I'm a clumsy guy, but I can't imagine smashing a glass and my head into a golf cart. That is
0: something that even you would not do. That is saying something.
2: My apologies, Ed.
0: It's a, no, I forgot about it. You are being a very, very good uh, bachelor. Uh, what's of I'm looking for? Enthusiast. Analyst. Enthu- analyst. Enthusiast. There you go. Connoisseur. No Connoisseur. Knowledge. Noble Connoisseur. youth. Yeah, noble youth of The Bachelor. Thank you very much. Keep so,
1: that one. That's fucking great.
0: We go back to the one-on-one that Sydney has with Pistol Pete. They go on the, the planes, and they have, of course, this very wonderful setup, the uh, little... Layout spread, nice little picnic, some wine, some food. And they just start, you know, chick chatting And then, you know, a little uh, smoochy, smoochy, smooch happens. Uh, and then they go to... Go ahead.
1: So Sydney was complaining to him during this date because he didn't know who she was. Correct. Now, Sydney did tell a very heartfelt story about her experiences in high school. Um, Please keep talking. And... I know she said some things that had to do with you know growing up in the South being black which I totally understand was Mixed 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 but it, it was rough for her she was saying yeah. Now I'm sure that's true like that's that, you can't deny that I'm sure However she also said that she had no friends in high school and a couple other things along the lines of being an outcast in high school Being a loner um, Did anyone else see those um, tweets that revealed pictures from her high school yearbook because oh, no. she was like Hello Queen she had like, she was like the president of clubs. She was fucking all over that yearbook, uh, man. Jesus. Winning like beauty pageants and shit.
0: Yeah. So,
1: that was a damn lie. Rough look. Oh, did you send me that? I did. Oh, I'm sorry for stealing your thunder. I no, know, no, 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 no. It's okay. Um. Yeah, it's okay. That. What a rough look. That's gonna be interesting, cause not a good look at all. I'm hoping that she doesn't win and have that come out after. Well, it's out now. But the show was already done. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. This is coming out now. Like there wasn't a time for that to be exposed. Right. And these, oh, girls, very have, true. these very girls true, these girls don't have phones on them, right? Isn't that a thing? Yeah. yeah. Did
2: you know that? Because I didn't know that. They're,
1: they're
0: complete. They're completely cut off.
2: Wait. They're they totally don't have grid. F- right now. Like, yeah. The whole show. No. They the don't. They don't
0: have their phones. They're completely cut off.
2: Yeah. Wait. During the show, or you mean like literally no, right during now? During the show, like
1: okay.
0: During the sh- during the show, they're completely cut off. Like they're landlines and stuff. Around the house where they can call home, you know, yeah. do what they got to do. But in terms of like Wi-Fi, internet, uh, Instagram, whatever, they're completely cut off. That's great. They're completely cut off. Wow. So just living in the moment. Yeah. Let's see yeah. if
1: that comes out because yikes. that would be something. Yikes big is yikes!
0: Big 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 yikes! Major yikes! So then they go to they go to dinner. They.
1: Well, fuck
2: her. Do
0: their whole thing, their whole thing at dinner. But then we have a wonderfully set up moment when they're in the pool and uh, Peter and her are having their little smoochy smooch on top of the rock. That was something. I don't know what producer said. Oh. Hey, hey, you two, go on top of the rock. Peter, get on top of her and just start making out. But that was just beautifully done. Their well, backs, well, well their done. Max was
2: really be hurting after that one. That, it they, must be. Their rock was definitely not comfortable.
0: That would definitely was not. Com- but poor Sydney. Poor Sydney, because she not only had to deal with the, the, the very jagged edge, I'm sure, of the surface of the rocks, Dude, but had to deal with
2: a man
0: on top of her, too. Yeah, who, he took, probably, he a small guy. who probably was a little excited, too. So who, who,
1: who the hell knows? The take I'm currently invested in, related to this, this scene, the better the camera angle, the more fake the shot. This is true. The worse the camera angle gets, the more they're, the more like, real like, corners and shit. That's when, like, the real shot Oh, like, when yeah. they
3: were when uh, they were smooching on the rock, and it looked like there was, like, some shit out of, like, Mamma Mia. Yeah, it was, like, her laying on her
1: back. Exactly yeah. what we just saw. It, yeah, It's, like, that was fake. Like, that was set up by... It everybody. was very set up. It was, yeah. it was very, very, very set so up. I'm still riding this wave that The is all fake, except for the part where they fall in love and stuff. It's mean, <laughs> probably real, but...
0: So they, nice. they, they predetermined who's going to win.
1: Amazing. I mean, think about it. No, think about That'd it. That'd be terrible. How, how long would The
0: show would spend? be over.
1: How long would you have to spend with a group of 20 girls to realize which one you want to marry the most? Like, it, no, I completely agree with you. You <laughs> wouldn't need that long. So I really think that there's, there's, he probably figures it out by like maybe episode two or three, or maybe if he meets him before and they know it when the show starts.
2: And then you have- At to, Kelly. Tim, oh. Tim, you come on the show every single week and you try to ruin it. No, but I. I, I don't know. You're making this too real. I, but I still like
1: it, so it's not like I'm ruining it because like, I still appreciate it. Like I, I, I would assume. You it's guys too. Mean,
0: but he takes it as a very realistic, and I, I, can, appre- I can appreciate that. But at the same time, am like, watching
1: the Bachelor, The way you look I don't at this to show, be realistic.
0: yes, it has to be just very simple, just very, bam, cut and dry. I'm done.
1: Thinking that he knows who his wife is, like episode three max. And from then on, that's when the writing gets juicy, that's when you get your plot lines, they start pitting girls against each other
2: cuz they know they're not winning. They're not I
0: would sure. I would say well, he think, probably think, knows by like episode 6 or 7.
2: I think that's a good point. It could it could, uh, to, to the end of the episode here with him keeping Tammy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You want to talk about that one? Oh, we're going to. Oh, we're going. The yeah. house flippers. Yeah. Yes. Yeah.
0: you want to get into that right now? We're going. We're the gonna talk fuck? About, we're talking about the group date first. Okay, fine. We're gonna talk about the group date first. So
1: Oh oh my god. The
0: group date <laughs> then is everybody minus Kelly and Sydney. So Kelly gets the later one-on-one yeah. and Sydney already has hers. So the rest of the girls minus of Kelly and Sydney go on a group date to a nice little majestic waterfall. Very, very pretty, very pretty pretty scene with the chief editor I believe it was from Cosmoto- Cos- Cosmopolitan there sure. we go I could speak I think that's what it was no, it was, it was definitely advertising like, advertising,
1: like yeah. the creative artistic design chair that was the hottest the part of the show
2: I like just the- <laughs> so it was crazy magazine titles I don't know wait and a photographer
0: and a photographer yes Johnny that? Oh, yeah, with the ripped jeans. Yeah, Johnny. Johnny.
1: Uh, no, Tyler. <laughs> ripped jeans. Tyler? Tyler. What heard the guy's
3: name? I thought it was Tyler.
1: And his, his long-ass earrings.
3: The photographer, I thought his name was Tyler. I
1: don't fucking
3: know what his name <laughs> is. a oh, fuck. Oh, I can't. This is important that, information. That show, that part of... You're not going to find it. You're not going to find it. Really, you want to bet? Fuck that part. Cares. That was literally bait for, let's just say, couples who are watching that show... For girls to go absolutely black on their other significant, for their, on their significant other saying you're not allowed to watch this shit while he's literally sitting there fucking drooling over these babes in their swimsuits.
1: I mean, um, it no was kind of hard to do that because there was a lot of, um, post editing going on here. Uh, I don't know if you guys noticed, uh, Victoria F., uh, was wearing a red bathing suit, but. There was a lot more than just the red bathing suit on her because there was also a giant red chunk that the producers decided to throw in. Just wanted to put that
0: out there. Um so we do have some breaking news about The Bachelor.
1: What?
0: Um this is this is like a spoiler alert. No 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 not from the show, not from the show, not from the show. No. Shush. This is not for not from anything that's happening. This is for after the show that's not relevant. So it's not a spoiler. Well, it's for something we're, we're uh, expecting. It's to be
3: like, okay. XYZ's dating XYZ. No, not at all.
1: Not at all.
0: Uh, Victoria F., uh, who won the group date uh, for her photo to appear on the cover of Cosmopolitan magazine,
1: uh-huh.
0: is not going to be on the cover because they, uh, they discovered pictures of her wearing a White Lives Matter t-shirt. So she is not going to be on the cover of Cosmopol- Cosmopolitan. That
1: was about Great White Sharks, though. I don't want to
0: talk about this. No, it was it was a different yeah, picture. It was a different picture. I'm just saying she's not she's not gonna be on the cover. Um I don't know. Fuck, Yeah. I want to see that? Yeah, no, she's not gonna be on the cover. I
1: want to see without the fucking red shit
0: on it. Yeah, no, that wasn't that wasn't that wasn't a spoiler. That wasn't okay. a spoiler. Was, right, it was good. just you, a.
2: You're
0: gonna be really scared. Yeah. No, what you over you, here. you think I was gonna actually tell you what was going on right now? Yeah. Believe me, yes, I, have, yes, I, have yes, whole, I, I I have a whole I have a whole fucking group that's going on right now that I'm trying not to look. Because right. there's some there's some shit that's going down. All
2: right, back to the date. We're yes. recording this on Wednesday night, by the way, so we're right in the middle of the, right in the middle the of the other back. After line. the recording, so let's get it going. Here.
0: Yes, absolutely. So uh, the other the other date, uh, the group date, goes well. Victoria F wins, much to the shock of a lot of people, considering everyone everyone thought it was going to be Hannah Ann, given the modeling background that she has. Uh, the women all looked lovely, some more so than others. Um, any any comment?
1: Um, I know we're going to get to some negatives about Tammy later. But oh, of course. Positive about Tammy, that picture of her where I think Peter and Victoria are kissing in the background and Tammy's in the front making that face. Yeah, that was nice. I chuckled. All right? That was a yes. good laugh. That was right? a nice
2: picture that could make a, a Bachelor like cover. Yeah. Like uh, promoting it. Yes. It
0: was- so before we go and talk about Kelly's um, one-on-one, There's something I forgot to mention, which is in relation to Tammy. So when Peter left on his date with Sydney, Kelsey was seen getting very, very emotional because she has now fallen head over heels for Pistol Pete and now cannot handle seeing Pistol Pete go frolic away with other women. My only thing with this is to say, honey, this is what you signed up for.
1: Thank you. This and is what
0: you signed for up for. You're,
1: you're living with 14 other girls, or however many girls it is. You're living with a lot of other girls who are all in the same exact position as you. Yep. Are. So shut up. Shut up. So I've had enough of her. She's
3: Tammy's a real piece of shit, though, for what she said. We're
1: yes, getting to yes, that.
3: We're getting to that. So uh,
0: Tammy and Kelsey then have their their conversation, um, in which Tammy basically goes on the offensive. And says that Kelsey needs to stop drunkenly, drunkenly, you know, drinking her sorrows away, uh, crying like a baby, and burying herself in a bottle of wine. Some, some pretty harsh shit, for for, for what it's worth, for someone that doesn't really know her. Um, my only thing with that is, Tammy, who gives a fuck if Kelsey wants to just drown herself in three bottles of wine? Go for it. Why does it matter to you? You're there not for her. You're there for Peter. And if, if if you're so concerned about what someone else is doing, it's because you view her as a threat. And, honey, you're not winning. Let's make that very clear. You're not winning. Uh, there, there's a better chance of me winning than there is Tammy. Whoa. Let's make this very, very clear.
1: Well, would you accuse someone of being an alcoholic? No, absolutely not. So? You might be right, then.
0: Absolutely not. I would, I would n- not... I would I would not accuse someone of being an alcoholic. No way. That's that's some that's someone else. Obviously, you can joke about it. That's one thing. But to but to openly and honestly, you know, go behind someone's back and say which Tammy does and says to uh, Peter at the I believe it was the cocktail party of the, the group. group date before the second rose ceremony.
2: Uh, I think it was right before the uh maybe. I don't know, I'm not gonna It was the sec- it was the second it, it was around the city. No, no, because there was no cocktail party. It was right before the Kelly date, I believe. It was in between was like the two.
0: Yes, okay. Yeah. Yes, you're right. Uh this is when Tammy goes up to uh Pistol Pete and says that Yeah. She suspects that Kelsey has a not only a drinking problem, but oh, that she's popping no,
1: pills, she, too. She didn't tell him about the pills. She told him about the drinking problem. She ran her mouth on that couch when she was talking to Victoria F. and a couple other girls. And she was like, I mean, what's... She never said anything about her definitely popping pills. She said... As far as on gotta, camera. On camera, correct. That's true. But she, what she basically said was, when well, she's got a drinking problem, like, what's next? She's going to start popping pills?
2: And that's where it escalated. Which is ridiculous? Ridiculous, yes. I, can, I cannot believe she was making that claim. She was making that claim for about an hour and a half yeah. of the show. Uh, yeah, so, so it was not. incredible. Every single time.
1: I was watching the show too. Okay, I, but yeah, but you're watching the show. Are yeah, right? you being filmed? I was joking
2: <laughs> about it. Like, I cannot believe she just kept going on and on, on and on, on and, about
0: and it. on it. was. What are you thinking? It was the same thing as like Champagne Gate. It was like how many times can you say Champagne in an episode? How many times can you say alcoholic or popping pills? In an episode, and I think if you were to play, you know, drink for every time they say alcohol or pills, it, you you would have been on the floor in a fucking heap, or just or, or just puking. Kelsey
2: crying in one of those. Uh,
0: probably, <laughs> probably. She looks
1: bombed
2: at every she the <laughs> and every. I'm sorry. Every time Kelsey is on camera, it looks like she just cried for about 20
3: minutes.
1: It's true. Or it's, she she walks I mean, into a
2: room, she's
1: aggressively flailing around a wine glass very very aggressively a half full wine glass and she's just
2: waving it everywhere and she yeah. storms into her room
0: yeah she it's is a not look though. You know she what? is a not very careful with the with the wine it's a look she is not very careful with the wine. She's very loose with it. Right, so, so
2: do we want to talk about Kelsey's meeting with Peter?
0: Yes. Well, was we that before do, I mean, or I after? after, after yeah, we'll, we'll talk about Kelly. Talk about <laughs> Kelly. So okay. Kelly we got on. goes yeah, we all did,
2: right.
0: Well, because it was three hours. Oh, there's, was a a lot, lot there, there's a lot to, to, to dissect. A whole
2: lot of content. Absolutely. I didn't know it was going to be three hours.
0: Yeah, like, try doing one of these when there was five hours of content. If we were going to do Monday night and Wednesday
3: mm-hmm. night, they would take an entire episode. Okay. I fucking hate myself. Why? I just went on Snapchat and I just got a scene spoiled for me from this episode. Oh, that's that's not good.
0: That's not good. Gotta
2: stay off the phones, man. Anyway.
0: Anyway. So, oh, wait a minute. So does that mean that you were on Snapchat instead of doing your job? Ooh, I'm listening Ooh. For the, Write that one down I'm logging that I'm, log- down. I'm logging that one In my notes
1: I, That's two by the way That's we two also did prepared the- for deep Ooh, This is oh, very very true yeah, we This were, is very
0: very true I don't know about
1: you guys But I was not
0: happy about that I, I You know, Tim We'll I talk would, about
2: this Private Tim we don't agree on many
0: things But I completely agree with you <laughs> So Kelly goes on her date with uh, with Pistol Pete, they go to I don't even know, I don't know what in the hell you would call that. Some voodoo. Well, it's a shaman. A shaman.
2: No, there it's, we
1: it's go. It's like South American. It's like it's like voodoo. But it's like it has to do with like reading like smoke and stuff.
2: Sure. Educated Tim. It's like sure. um,
1: I don't know. Imagine imagine going to a Native it's American a- tribe and like talking to like they're like. Uh, speaking of, since you are of Native American descent, partially, yeah. Of course, my people. Is something you should know, like a Native American, like spiritual healer or something like that, like someone who. Yeah, like, yeah. Is someone it like is, the central it's the same thing? It's it the Central American like, version. The Central American okay.
2: version of like a psychic and like a palm reader. Uh, even though it or it's or like, like a, like a
1: like psychic and a palm reader. Exactly, ah, okay. Exactly. Okay. It's, more of a, better, it's a better example. Gotcha.
0: Okay, so they go yeah. to they go to the uh, the shaman, and they have their their signals read. I don't even know what I would what I would call that.
1: Um, should I explain? Tim, I if you want to take if ahead.
0: you want to take this part over and, and actually have some some education as behind as, this, I'm a, please
1: I'm take, a big, take this. I'm a big team Kelly guy. Take this. So we had Kelly and Pete in this um shaman's hut where um they did a couple like, you know, like spiritual healing kind of things. And they were basically like doing this whole as like a to read their like energy together. Yes. And they had a a test that had to do with lighting two candles uh, like on this little platform. Mm -hmm. Correct. And then the candle wax like determines like what they're saying. So Kelly's wax was being like engulfed by Pete's wax, basically. And they were trying to tell them like, you know, Kelly is not giving the same into this relationship that you are, Pete. And then Pete was getting all like self conscious because that's what he's been thinking the whole time, and I, I don't want to set I don't want to bring like the whole like it's written thing into this, but like this is definitely the show touching on the fact that Kelly's been kind of like a side factor recently. She has been. So this is her date where she comes out and she shows him that he she really wants to be here, which is exactly what he wanted to say, what he wanted her to say. And I definitely think this was a great, great
0: moment for Kelly. Well, I, and again, I was about to bring that up and say this was a great look for Kelly. It may not have maybe sounded it, you know, coming off it was a very like serious conversation. It wasn't very lovey dovey like maybe it was with perhaps Victoria F, or maybe that it was with like Madison, or even even with someone like Kelsey. But was, this was, was real. This was
2: real. It was real. Yeah, she definitely... Exactly. She definitely gained a lot of fans. Yes.
0: Yeah, me, for me especially. I, I was very, very impressed. And I was like, wow, you know, this is the one date that I can say is actually, like, legit. There's something constructive happening here. Obviously, Madison met the family. I get that as part of it. But this is between the two of them, and it was, it was constructive. They got to the point, the root of their relationship, what they needed to talk about, and now... It looks like they're in a solid enough position where now you could say that, that Kelly is once again back in terms of the elite contenders for the show.
1: Two things I noticed in this scene that were very funny to me. Um, one, when they were doing that maze thing where you had to, like, guide him with his <laughs> blindfolded. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> now, as... Just looking at this the way they did that, now, when he was staying in the middle there, and I don't know if you guys like... Kind of looked at the maze like that was gonna be a long,
2: yeah. She the whole around, thing. Yeah.
1: Now I do not know she was doing it first. They brought it into this, and then she was standing in front of the maze, and then he gave her instructions for like, the first like ten steps, and yeah. then it cut to the end where she was coming to like, to like, walk straight yeah. forward to him. Yeah. I know for sure that someone out there was like, "Oh, this would be a great idea. Let's have him go do this maze thing and like whatever, it'd be so romantic." And then they filmed it, and they're like, "Holy shit, that took forever."
2: Ever. Forty-five putting, minutes. We're not putting
1: that <laughs> whole thing in there. So Without they put the whole thing out of
0: like, Tim, right in the middle. that is an excellent take so because funny. that is probably so fucking
1: true. And it was like it was, that was <laughs> pretty bad. That's where you get these like like yeah like the reality television side of this, where it's like it's not perfect. Like they definitely didn't need for that to happen. Also, it was funny when he was about to give her the rose, and he kept saying, "What do you want out of this?" And he like didn't back off really until she said like you know like I would be down to get married like if that's the right way to go. Right. He was literally like asking her like like basically do you want to marry me like is that what you're like. Are you is that is that fuck? your end game? He said, "Are you down to marry me?" And basically. she had a
2: great answer. Yeah,
1: she was. She was very very. Uh, she was straight really. up. Yeah, she yeah. was
2: straight up and being very well thought out and you know really mature about it.
0: No, she looked very 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 good.
2: Yes, yeah, she really did.
0: Uh, and then we get to the rose ceremony, Oof. which was... Oh, no, wait. Excuse me. I forgot about the most important part, probably, the, the two uh, episodes, the, the three hours put together, was Kelsey, after the one-on-one that Peter has with Kelly, Kelsey then goes to Peter's villa, which very very conveniently is just right down the hill, from oh, where the girls are, it's because. Like wide open. Right, that anybody anybody wide can just open. go walk in and say, Hi, Peter. Um, so, Kelsey. Oh, I didn't know you were coming.
2: How'd you get here? How'd you get here? I didn't know, you know, know where, where I was? It was? <laughs>
0: it's like the beginning <laughs> exactly to a. Exactly what said,
2: how do you know where I was? I don't know.
3: Oh. Sounds like the beginning to a porno, right? <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, so, they. Oh, God. I, I can't. I am
1: just thinking of the name right now. Like, <laughs> you cut this out, like. Just Busted dumb teenager. broad, like stumbles into villa or some shit like that. Busty, <laughs> busty
3: teenager, big get, sense. get dumb, drunk, broad
1: stumbles into villa. Dumb drunk
2: ro- teenager,
3: gets dumb broad hold, gets holes filled by big stud. Dumb teenager looking for a
1: ride.
0: Oh. <laughs> dumb broad walks into villa with horny pilot Pete.
1: Oh, I'm just
0: gonna say, rides the pilot Pete. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, so then. I'm going in. No, God, God, no. God. No. I'll be the judge of that. God, no. So Kelsey and Pete have a conversation about what Tammy had said to Kelsey and accusing her of such and such and such and such. Very good conversation. It looked like that was actually a very constructive conversation. Kelsey looked very good. She went to Peter. They had this conversation. And she came off looking good. Good. Good, I think I think she gets the better for the doubt in terms of her versus Tammy because Tammy's going for the characters, the full blown character assassination.
1: But then the girls realize she got a rose.
0: Yes. Yeah. So <sighs> then,
2: why would Pete do that to her? Yeah.
0: Yeah. So then Kelsey leaves the leaves the villa with a rose and has to walk up to the uh, resort, I guess, where they are staying. With rose in hand, where all the girls are, just ever so conveniently, as they are all ready for a rose oh, ceremony, I love and they that aren't, that. And, and Kelsey's not.
2: Um. Hmm. Wow, watching her walk up the uh, the driveway with the rose, sniffing it and everything, as all the girls are waiting there.
0: <laughs> my question,
2: it my pissed me
0: off. Just my question that. is this: that place is big enough, right? I. Bet that she could have found another way to get into that house without anybody seeing her rose, and then you deal with the whole rose yeah. ceremony thing later, no, knowing that, that you have or, a rose. I know maybe. Tim's
2: gonna say it right now. Or, or that was, maybe. maybe that was just setup. Straight yeah, up. Yeah, no, set up. Oh, probably. Totally. Probably. Yeah. No arguing
0: that. So they get to they get to the rose ceremony, where. Now everyone realizes that Kelsey has the rose. There's no cocktail party now. Oh, you want to talk about that? As we can talk about that. As Peter has another Irish goodbye. Yes, just
2: cancels the cocktail
0: party. Yes, cancels the cocktail party because after the events and he
2: dogs Kelsey or Kelsey, right? Yeah. Kelsey by saying uh, he knows how he feels. He knows how he looks at Kelsey and goes, "What the fuck did you say?" (laughs) He knows
0: how he feels based on the events of this afternoon. That's what Chris Harrison said. Which is like, why would he do that? Uh, yeah. So let, let's just recap here. So he has put Sydney on full blast this season. He has put Alea on full blast this season, and now he's put Kelsey. That's three.
1: And those are all fantastic moments. So it's those like, are yeah, it's really, it really those are
0: though. three that have been put on full blast. So they get to the they get to the rose ceremony. Uh, it gets down to the. Uh, Gets down to the tense moments before the rose ceremony starts. And Tammy budges in and says, Peter, can I talk to you? And then it turns to a mini cocktail party. McKenna wants to go and have a conversation. They sit down and have a conversation. Then Peter steps out, talks to Chris. Peter walks back in, gives out his roses. And at the end of the day, I believe it was Lexi that went home. Um, Cheyenne. Cheyenne was sent home. Cheyenne with the bomb saying have oh, mom, to, that was bomb. That, to look out for some of the Watch girls.
2: for the girls. They ain't real. They ain't like they say they are. Right, 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 and right. Somebody right. was going to do it
0: eventually. Someone was going to do it eventually, and it happened. So... um Gentlemen, I would love to give everyone an opportunity to say one last thing about this episode before we say goodbye, I'll and just, we, sit down to the, we sit down to the sofa, and we watch We watch this one. I'm ready the for this one.
1: Least Irish goodbye ever. Just want to point that out. I just realized he only came to the party to say goodbye. This is true. That was the only thing he showed up for. That's... It was a
0: cordial Irish goodbye. Cordial Irish Cordial Irish goodbye. Much like this one is going to be. So thank you for listening to the Basement Talk podcast. We will see you on the next episode. Brett Mayer, Tim Brady, Matt Burtzall. I've been your host, Ed Burtzall. Goodbye.
2: Shake it for the young sitting in the honky-tonks. For the rednecks rocking till the break of dawn. The DJ's spinning that country song. Come on, come on, come on. Shake it for the bear, Shake it for the bear. Shake it for the catfish swimming down deep in the creek For the crickets and the critters and the squirrels Shake it to the moon Shake it for me, girl oh. Country girl shake, me. girl, shake it for me Girl, shake it for me Girl, shake it for me Country girl, shake it